Apparently that, we're up to date. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600. KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500 is the number to call. We have uh, G. Dowd Busco, he'll be on TV during the second segment. Sorry, Ma. <laughs> Sorry, Ma. I couldn't, uh, you My know. mother's very excited about rockoftalk.tv being back up and running. Is she really? So I'm sure others are as well. Well, how could she be uh, excited if I haven't uh, turned on your camera yet? I'm, I mean, only a Ma. Ma, she just... Was Ma, I on yesterday? Yes, yes, you oh, were. Oh, so she caught me yesterday. Yeah. Yes, you were, Dowd. You were, Dowd. I'm my, so lost in my work, little, I rarely notice. My little Dita Muscoda, my little musky. If you knew my mother, you would not be making that. Oh, she, she doesn't talk like that? No. And my, oh. I grew up with the uh, the softy on the father's side and oh. the disciplinarian on the mother's side. Oh, wow. That's a minority of households. Did you get, <laughs> you the, did you get the switch? Is there, is there such a thing as a switch? Uh, my father liked to be the, the, the party guy, you know, oh. uh, the happy guy. Uh, there was no discipline administrator by the, the old man. Mom, Mama was in charge of cracking the whip in, that, in the Muska household ah. in the 70s and 80s. Wow. <laughs> Did she swing hard? My dad, as he likes to say, he was going to call Dr. Laura up back when Dr. Laura was on the air, and, and he was going to say, Dr. Laura, how do I get everyone to like me? <laughs> oh, seems like a sweetheart. Well, I've go. never had that affliction. Yeah. <laughs> you neither. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, never worried about that. Uh, you know, just sort of you know, cut to the chase. As we said uh, earlier, Dow, this week, you know, we're hardest on everybody else, but we're even harder on ourselves. Yeah. And that's something that uh, people need to I know. I think the people who see us as our personality types, like the kind of nutcracker, ball buster guys, is you don't understand that we apply the same standard to ourselves that we apply to everyone else. We lie awake at night going in our mind over, like, what we screwed up that day and how we could have right. been better. So we are just as hard, if not harder, on ourselves as we are on the rest of the world. People don't realize, like, how uh, much we are tortured if stuff doesn't work, things aren't connecting, and, you know, we're not the most, uh, we don't have all the technological prowess uh, between Dowd and I, and uh, it has been very, very difficult month, but we're back in. We're back in the game. You mentioned a couple of months ago one <laughs> typo I had on RocketTalk.chat that night from something a month earlier, and I went back and fixed it that night. Uh, that, yeah. You know, most people would be willing to let that go. That's not me. Okay, so folks, I'm telling you, I need you to support uh, D Dowd Muska. Uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna run my D. Let's keep D Dowd in New Mexico campaign. We'll start that now. <laughs> Please. Every single day, the more and more of you uh, who can go ahead and jump on RocketTalk.chat. Uh, nobody is, uh, and, you know, uh, he's my partner here. I'd hate to lose him uh, because, you know, things are kind of tough out here. Uh, I, I almost feel like I have to do the drum roll today, Dowd. Uh, unemployment numbers came in. And, oh, I've uh, got those stats. Uh, can, can you run those by me just very, very quickly? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm happy that we're still near the bottom of the barrel. I thought we could do it in New Mexico. Damn it. But we didn't climb all the way to the top, unfortunately. Thank God. That Actually, blasted Hawaii. It's just Hawaii. We cannot outpace Hawaii. We're at 8.2. Hawaii is 8.5. We're three three tenths of a point within the worst, you know, of the in the nation. Uh, Hawaii at 8.5. California at 8.3 percent unemployment. We are tied with the Empire State, New Mexico, at 8.2, third worst in the country. Uh, second worst because we're tied, right? Uh, well, uh, for second to last, I mean, we're third, I guess. Okay. Last is Hawaii, second to last is California, and then we're tied for, for oh, third. Oh, got it. Okay, so where's that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. We can do it. We can still do it in New Mexico. I think Stop. we can do it. <laughs> Please do not. You know, I never wish Mexico. anything. But I know, I know you don't. Uh, you're a good guy. Okay, so uh, then now that we have the unemployment numbers out of the way, I did want to read a uh, text message, uh, Twitter 
from Alisa uh, Martinez, and um, she put this out uh, earlier. She sent it to me. I, I didn't get her permission to read it, but I mean, if it's on Twitter, can't you just read something anyway? Oh, is that tell me. Fair? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So um, this is Alisa on her Twitter. You can find her at Alisa eleven at Alisa eleven twenty one. Whatever that means. I don't know what that is. Hopefully that's not her birthday or anything. Uh, Bill Richardson used to be the New, Mexic- New Mexico's most corrupt governor. <laughs> and then she writes, uh, at Governor MLG, hold my beer. <laughs> like Jewelry that. gates, winter bread lines. I like the winter bread lines thing, you know. I mean, for the people really in touch with socialism. That's good. Uh, 10K pandemic staff raises. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. 10K. Still, Nicky, did he get 18K or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, whatever you can do, just just depends on how much ass you can kiss, and he must have kissed a lot of ass. A lot of, lot of ass to kiss, really, when you think about it. Uh, number four, unemployment. She can now revise that to uh, number three, unemployment. Way to go. Uh, crotch grabbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, $250 million taxpayer fraud. Now, that is uh, changed to $105 million. And then 14-month abuse of emergency powers, et cetera, et cetera. So hopefully that's gonna. It's got a lot of love, getting a lot of likes out there, and uh, there's. Uh, I think we're up to kids. eleven senior staffers have left. Something something like really? eleven or twelve. Yeah, there's a list somewhere. <sighs> well, we know uh, five people within the administration, uh, but you know, we, I think we should ask the governor. You know, uh, you know what's going on over there? What's what's really happening? What's uh, what's the latest? So we've had more Maybe we'll just let Channel Four uh, finally. This, this might the be the barely final final time. The first time, not the final time. The first time. Finally, they are doing their job. Here it is. Tessa, I mean, I guess Tessa, despite all my insults of her and everything else, and KOB, they've had enough. They want me to, is this? Is that what really is, is at this? They want me to, you know, pull back on uh, on the criticism of the mainstream media here? I think it's gotten too much because it's daily, right? Oh. All you do, Eddie, is criticize, criticize. Well, here's, uh, kind of glad uh, Solis is gone, but now she's doing the whole show by herself. She kind of was uh, always, but the, the overdramatization is on something like it's some sort of some some special thing. Here it is. Beat. So we've had more than 24 hours now to digest and see the ramifications of that state report showing our Department of Workforce Solutions. I wonder if she talks to her husband like that. You know, digest. Uh, we're gonna have you know the. Is your mom gonna have the casserole or are we bringing the turkey? Um, you know. <laughs> Overpaid at least a hundred million bucks in unemployment benefits throughout this pandemic. And you know what? We can't get the governor to have a conversation with us about what happened and what's next. Oh my gosh, oh the agony. We can't get the governor. We've been carrying the water for her for years. We love the governor. Oh, the shutdowns, the pandemic, it's never been worse. Boy, if uh, the naysayers out there would just jump on and we could all get our vaccine, we would be okay. Right? Isn't that kind of what's been all along? Oh, this... Boy, they're really they're really dealing her hard now. Now, to be fair, because mm. that's what we are. Oh <laughs> yes, <laughs> to be fair. Oh yes, everybody. We want to let you know, Kob Channel Four is very okay, fair. They fair. did 
they really kind of cover this stuff. Fair and balanced, don't they? The governor's office did give us a very long and detailed statement about this unemployment problem. So it starts off by actually referencing our coverage of the report during last night's Night Beat. Great stuff, by the way. And it goes back to what the Department of Workforce Solutions chief told us. Yes, we overspent on benefits, but not as much as what the state report suggested. There's a bunch of other explanations as to why those numbers aren't matching up. You know what, though? It's late. The statement is very heavy, and we've got a lot to go over, so let's move on. Here's the problem with statements. Wait a minute. Are we moving on, or are we doing here the problem with statements? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing here? What's clear first? Uh, which, uh, how, how are we going to talk here? Uh, I don't know what I'm communicating. Am I reading? Am I talking? Am I thinking? What's happening? It's not a two-way conversation. Oh, because we have questions. You have questions that you're hoping we can ask yeah. people. That's why we have crews with cameras, and we still have Zoom accounts to do interviews. So the invitation, Governor, is still and always will be <laughs> on the table. They opened up their, their, their newscast basically stating that Michelle Lujan Grisham is running from them. Yeah, like yeah. What is, I feel like I'm being set up here. Uh, like, uh, this is the best, like, the, you know, these people are in cahoots together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, kinda, you, it's going to turn. You never know that these two actually are really, really tight, super close, and uh, they got to figure out a way to do this. I together. smell a double cross. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you know what? Megan Abundus reached out to see if the governor would reconsider our interview offer. So, Megan, where is she on this? Where we is tried she? to talk to her today five times. Five, five times. But I only got as far as her spokespeople. I think uh, women generally like this, who look like this and talk like this, uh, generally will contact you at least five times in the middle of the day. Where are you? What are you doing? <laughs> governor. Why haven't you gotten back to me? <laughs> when are you going to call? Are you Here's with her? What we asked to talk about her response to the hundreds of millions of dollars in unemployment overpayments. Does she believe we can fairly recoup these millions of dollars? What she thought about some of the serious claims of threats and violence raised by the former Workforce Solutions Secretary. What? what? Is, is that the same concern and solution that was brought to you by the Rock of Talk today? Or yesterday? I think it was. When are they going to actually look at this? Can you imagine real journalism? Don't 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 get my hopes up. Are they going to pull a police? <laughs> don't do this to me. Is somebody about to pull a police report from Las Cruces? I would love to see that, but that that might actually constitute work. And where is she in appointing a new permanent workforce solution secretary? And what is she looking for in that next person? The only response we've received is not from the governor, but her spokespeople. One statement essentially saying for New Mexicans to bring their concerns and anger, if necessary, to the governor. Um, okay, that's weird. If someone tells you to bring your anger to them, what, what do they normally do? Are, they, are these people who generally bring their anger to you? Is that just classic projection? Yeah. I just thought that was just, is that the way a governor's office or any official office talks that speaks uh represents them their anger do you have anger let's just get your get it out get it out let, let's let, let's let's disperse this in the in, in the meeting nobody talks like that these are elected officials they should be handling themselves i, I think a little bit more professionally paid by the taxpayers and their anger if they have it what does that mean are you goading somebody are you baiting them? Are you trying to tell them that they are angry? Is that the projection? Maybe because you're angry? It's all weird. Let's let's hear the statement again. Mexicans ...to bring their concerns and anger, if necessary, to the governor and no one else. 
We want that access too for you. So we. So apparently, KOB Channel Four is now angry. So now the question is on the table: is Who's actually angry over at Channel Four? Is it Chris Ramirez? Is it Tessa? Is it the uh, staff? Is it? Uh, all of the, what are they, I think is it Hubbard Broadcasting? I don't, so, know, who's, yeah. I don't know who they, you know, owns the company over there. Who, who's angry? Because apparently Megan Abundus is pretty upset, as is Tessa, and they just want to know, where's the governor? We want to find the governor. How come you haven't been asking that for the last 14 months? These are all questions that you could have been asking all the while, but... There are certain people who filed IPRAs, and it wasn't any major news organization. For you. So we asked, if she's not available today, then when? And I didn't get an answer the three times I put it to her staff. But state lawmakers did, in fact, answer our questions tonight concerning what they think about the leadership at DWS. Oh, okay. Maybe this is a ploy for more political money. So, of course, they went to her. Is it Was this an opportunity to make... Uh, the opposition party now relevant, really in absentia for the last mm-hmm. 14 months, right? You see what's being created right before your very eyes? That's a big brouhaha out of nothing. Let me give you the bottom line, folks. This isn't going to matter. No one is going to care. It's free money. That's the way they think of it. And these people got paid off. They'll have a little bit of a, a statement. It doesn't matter if it's 105 or $250 million. Does it matter to us? Hell yes. Does it matter to the people who got the money? Well, if you send them enough notice, like one such person, I believe in Santa Fe, pull up the repeat one thing. She ain't going to pay it back. If the government pays you back too much money, it's not your responsibility to give it back to most constituents. They're not going to think that. And if you think Michelle Lujan Grisham is going to start going after these people to make them pay back during a time of an election, well, you are sorely mistaken. That gal up in Santa Fe, uh, she received uh, quite a bit, and she had a very important statement at the bottom of that article, Dowd. Yeah, I guess her name's uh, Julianne Worthington. $13,000 they're trying to get back uh, from this woman. I don't think I should in any way be held responsible for it. If I went through the proper channels and filled out the paperwork and they gave me the money and then I used that money to survive the last year, I don't feel like I should owe the money back at all. If someone made a mistake, that's on them. It is on them. But honestly, is anybody really upset about all this? And if the money has been spent, can't you make the opposite uh, argument? Well, that money is circulating in the economy. She spent it somewhere. It's building a small business. Uh, she is a good person. They shouldn't come back after her for it. I mean... There's going to be a huge number of people who are all going to make the very same claim. And how can you argue, argue certain levels of survivability? Your $10 is you know, worth my $100, is worth that person's $1,000? You can't say what it takes for somebody to survive. If that woman received an overage of $13,000, we have to take her at her word. She was trying to survive, right? The worst pandemic in the history of this country, right? right. Where we had a 99.9% yep. survival rate. <laughs> Worse than smallpox? Hey, Worse than the Spanish flu? <laughs> <sighs> so there it is, folks. A brouhaha essentially created out of nothing. This isn't going anywhere, anytime, for any reason. And I don't think you're going to hear one thing from the governor. Not one thing. She doesn't have to come out. She doesn't have to address it. 
at no time did the Republican Party, when addressing and going after her, did she even need to respond. And if the media is going to treat her like this, given how much they've treated her like a queen, let me tell you what's going to happen. She is not, absolutely not, going to respond to the media. 550-5500, that's 550-5500. 422, back and four. We're going to jump into some Virgin Galactic and uh, Dowd's uh, write-up uh, for the day as well. And uh, nothing but Epstein until pretty much 6 o'clock. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in on a Friday. Amen. You want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done. And at a so inch for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now where's alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's premier tire and service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Something wonderful like all chocolate-dipped cherries or pineapple or apricot glaze. How about chocolate caramels and creams, even red chili bars? Thousands of incredible delicacies at the Candy Lady in Old Town at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast, reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we 
also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home? Software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. Or you can email him directly, Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. That's Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection, to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. All right, time to put things together, and we start with the weather, which is going to be intermittent showers for the rest of the afternoon, but uh, they should be gone by midnight tonight. I will tell you right now, in Los Alamos, cloudy skies, 60 degrees. It's 73 at Intel and 76 at the Rock of Talk. Still dealing the accident on, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Wyoming. Northbound, right there at Paseo del Norte, an injury accident. While they're getting it out of the right lane, you're kind of stuck, sealing the ceiling seeing some effects back to San Francisco. As far as I-25 southbound, no accidents, just slow from Osuna over to Montgomery. And the northbound path, that's starting to improve ever so slightly. You're getting some speed back between Gibson and Central. All right, we are up north of Comanche. People are coming in buying the Rock of Talk t-shirts and the um, Murder Mike t-shirts and everyone loves D. Dowd and Eddie so they all wanted me to make sure and say something to you and uh, I gotta tell you w- when you come in you gotta see this humidor as well 2,000 types of cigars lots of blends, lots of prices it's just the place to be talk to Dale or Tom, Matt and even will be glad to set you up with the best cigar that you've had in a long time alright we're at Monty Cigar Shop, again, on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. And with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. You let me on. Don't you ever stop. I'm with you. We are on Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and uh, rockoftalk.tv as well. All podcasts, all caught up, and uh, the chat stuff also caught up. I finally got in there, and uh, you see that, Dowdy? You proud of me? You proud of me? After oh, what we've oh, dealt with, oh, <laughs> it's almost yeah. a miracle we're back up yeah, and There we are. We're all good. <laughs> so uh, we've got a great article that you can find exclusively at rockoftalk.chat. It's the subscribers only. The only way you can get access to that information going forward from this date. Friday, May the 21st. By the way, uh, happy birthday to my good friend Tigo Venturi, the Venturi 
uh, uh, team. He's been on the radio station uh, nearly eight years, and uh, wow. you're going to want to listen to a absolutely fabulous uh, real estate drill down today. Had it a little bit earlier, but happy birthday to him. Well, Tigo and Tracy this weekend? Uh, just uh, Sans, Sans Tracy, as he likes to say. Whenever Tracy's not around, my mother gets worried. She wants really? them to no, stay she, together. You no, know, she's... <laughs> <laughs> she wow. There's like this whole soap opera going I know, on. Like I know. Just, on an apple orchard in Connecticut, she knows more about New Mexico than people who live here. Now you have to be careful because my brain goes into the, a bad area when I start thinking about these 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 types of things. Because, um, you know, you watch that uh, great movie with James Caan. Uh, took place in the snowy cabin. And all misery wants to just wants to find out what happens to misery. <laughs> it was called hobbling. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmares love, about that woman. Love hurts. <laughs> Are you not going to write the final the final words to misery? Right? Like, he didn't jump out of the cockadoody car. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of that woman? Kathy Bates, right? Kathy Bates. Uh, yeah, bang, yeah. Bang, I'm on top of it at least today. Uh, but uh, great write up that uh, D. Dowd Muska had today. Uh, this is on the. Um, little gremlin up in the fourth floor. I think that's the perfect way to describe her, you know. Uh, you put alcohol in her after midnight. Someone on the site keeps calling her Piglet, which is really nasty. Even I wouldn't go that far. Oh. Okay, a lot of animosity. Take your anger to the governor, according I to KLB. Love, I, no, I, I do love the uh, I love the Geico. Do you guys remember the Geico piglet? Yes. I, I we, actually, we, we all the way I really like the Geico piglet. Maxwell, I, mean, I think his name was. Yeah, but I mean... Maybe not such a bad thing. Maybe a a, a good thing. Maybe yeah. a compliment. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's mm-hmm. try to flip this on its head, right? For many years, the farmer cross- save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance. Did the little piggy cry wee 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 all the way home? Pigs are very intelligent animals. I, I enjoy yeah. pigs. We had pigs across the street when I was younger uh, from the, the orchard, and I would go give them our scraps every day. Pigs are good animals. Good animals. Did you know that pigs are smarter than dogs? And they're delicious. <laughs> they certainly are. Boy, it's the other white meat, you white uh, supremacist. I knew it. Yeah. I knew you were going to go that direction. Right. You keep going. The white M&M's, yeah. fork the other white meat. Where does it stop with yeah, you, white supremacist? Doubt. There it is. Well, uh, here we my are. Privilege. My privilege. <laughs> so we're finally grilling uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham as uh, D. Dowd Muska, the Dow 3000 only can, and you can find it exclusively at Rock of Talk. Dot chat. Dow, take it away. Yeah, uh, today's piece, again, as Eddie said up on rockatalk.chat, is called MLG's Rona Mismanagement. And, you know, it's Friday. I don't like to do the heavy, heavy stuff on Friday. I just wanted to throw three statistics up there to, let's say, counter the narrative. Because, Eddie, it's interesting. We used to, in the early months of this, what, for the first year of this, we were constantly going over the numbers and data and projections and where we're going. Uh, it was always this numbers game. And you really don't hear much about that from either the administration or the media figures who love her. You hear uh, the state fair. We're, we're surging ahead on the state fair. Movie theaters are reopening. Uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham tweeted out a couple days ago, oh, we're up to 53% of the population is fully vaccinated now. And only one county is not in the turquoise level. You know, everything is wonderful. Uh, I thought it was a good time to sort of take a, take a step back uh, from all this wonderful good news. And I'm not disparaging the fact that life may be refer- coming back a little bit more to normal. Some states never really left normality. Uh, we, of course, had to go in a different direction. So I wanted to look at just three stats. 
Where we stand on deaths per population, you can't compare New Mexico's deaths to Texas or California, much bigger populations. Uh, our unemployment rate, which the feds just released the state unemployment rates uh, this morning, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time. I was up at 8 to, to get the data. And then the percentage of all of our, of our total overall labor for job just employment that fell. And, uh, of course, in this last 14 months, uh, most states have seen employment fall. So just those three statistics. So I'm going to run you by number one, um, deaths. Of the 50 states, we are 16th from the top. We are in the top quarter, or top third, so to speak, uh, of deaths. We have seen fawning profiles, Rolling Stone, Washington Post, New York Times. No one, you know, one of the stellar governors who's handled, you know, managed the coronavirus crisis. Uh, why would we be number 16th out of 50 states? Okay, we're going to, that's unfair because some states are, had it worse. And let's look at just our neighborhood, just New Mexico plus its five neighbors. Utah, Colorado, Texas, Oklahoma, and Arizona. The only state in our neighborhood that fared worse than we did was Arizona at 240 deaths per 100,000 population. We're at 197. The reckless, awful Texas, they did even better at 177 deaths per 100,000 population. Oklahoma, which we've never really talked about too much in the last 14 months. Oklahoma is a stellar South Dakota, Utah-style state. They never embraced... The, the, the degree of insanity that Michelle Lujan Grisham embraced. Uh, 175 for uh, Oklahoma, 115 Colorado, and this one, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to kill you. Utah, 71 official COVID-19 deaths per 100,000 compared to New Mexico's 197 Doubt. Is there any state better at anything in every way, every day than Utah? Honestly. I'm so jealous. It's out of control. I'm going to convert to LDS just so I can go live, so live in Utah. And I've always thought if you had response, you know, Eddie's point constantly, leadership, instead of preying on the failure to thrive in this state, which is what politicians do, and sort of keeping us here and profiting mm. from it, if we had leadership in the state, we would organize, and maybe maybe KIVA can do this, the Utah Commission. We're going oh, to send like some of our brightest yeah. minds... To Utah, and we're going to study a why study. Utah works <laughs> and why New Mexico doesn't. Well, they um, work because of white supremacy, white supremacy, uh, right? Porn addiction right. and polygamy. <laughs> that's right. That's, yeah, that's really you, know, <laughs> you, you. You basically quell the lust of, of man, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you I really go for those three things. Organization. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's our only our, joking. Our, our death rate, uh, not stellar. Now, obviously, we're not in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, but you know, those are the worst of the worst. But to say that we're you know, only Arizona is worse in our neighborhood, and Texas, Oklahoma, Colorado, and Utah did better with those states generally doing less lockdown mania. Doesn't really fit the MLG narrative, does it? All right, number two, unemployment rate. These stats came out this morning, and I do joke around about us getting to the, the worst of the worst. I, I'd love to see New Mexico thrive. I think New Mexico can thrive if we make some significant changes. But we're, uh, we're bad. We're not just bad for our neighborhood. We're bad uh, for the nation. We are now at 8 0.3% unemployment. The U.S. rate is 6.1, so we're substantially higher. And you think, well, okay, the American Southwest, we're probably all alike. No, we are not all alike. Uh, Utah, 2.9%. Less than half the national unemployment rate. Utah at 2.9%. And Oklahoma, i got to throw it out there, If the U.S. is at 6.1%. Oklahoma at 42 Stellar. Also, Oklahoma oil and gas state, so you can't just say, oh, it's the downturn in, in hydrocarbons and all that, people driving less, consuming less energy. Oklahoma is very dependent on, on oil and gas as well. So two stellar states there. Now, unemployment just tracks people looking for jobs that, who are unable to find them. 
the number of it doesn't relate to the number of total jobs compared to where you were a month ago or a year ago, whatever. So I just looked at how many positions, how many jobs, how many uh, employment positions are in the state as of April versus February 2020, and I looked at all of our neighbors: Texas, New Mexico, Colorado, Arizona, Oklahoma, and. Utah, and what's really surprising me, Eddie, here was Texas has struggled, really struggled. Uh, they have lost 4.2% of all of their jobs in those that 14-month period. But coming in at number two, not far behind, it's New Mexico. Colorado has lost 2.4% of their jobs. Arizona, more impressive, has lost a mere 1.4% of their jobs. Oklahoma, super stunning, has only lost 0.2% of their jobs. And believe it or not, folks, pull the car over, grab the kids, turn the radio up. Utah has more jobs now than it did at the start of the Rona. Uh, That's how good Utah is. White supremacy, polygamy, and uh, porn addiction. There you go. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, the bottom line, as I concluded, listen, you know, all the pre PR efforts, the fawning profiles in Rolling Stone, none of those things can detract, detract from the simple fact that her management on these three key statistics indicate a, a real failure on her part, and she's never going to apologize for what she did. That's where wow. we have. That's our chief executive. All right. So I have two of three. Did I miss one? I have uh, where the only state worse in the area of, of everything was Arizona in terms of the deaths. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Yep. Unemployment in New Mexico is the absolute worst. And the third uh, uh, leg of that uh, little bench? Uh, job loss since uh, the start of the coronavirus Got pandemic. It. And it's it's kind of shocked me, frankly, that Texas has suffered uh, the way it has. But uh I've looked at the trend line, and Texas is recovering a couple of percentage points every month. Mm -hmm. So when we do this, you know, a month from now or two months, I'm sure New Mexico will reclaim that top spot and losing the most amount of jobs in our region. So uh, Texas, you cannot keep Texas down. They do so many thing, things right. They're going to keep, keep coming back, I'm sure. Uh, very resilient. Uh, what, sixth largest economy on the face of the planet now, given... Uh now the number of people who've moved there with their wealth. Uh, Elon Musk, uh, one of those guys. You're going to hear a great... Uh, well, it's uh, Greg Zanetti during our 6 o'clock hour uh, this evening, so you'll definitely want to stay tuned for that. We'll talk a little bit about uh, what's happening in the cryptocurrency world and, oh, and stuff. So just as a little bit of allude to that third hour, but incredible story that we're talking about here in New Mexico and its failure to redeem itself. This was a time where you might remember, if you can, go back and listen... This was the time for New Mexico to probably set itself apart from every other place. Not shut down, take advantage of everybody else's uh, slowdown, uh, tell people to move here, keep businesses open, and decide that we're going to operate at a much different level. Can you imagine how different New Mexico would look today? And it all had to do with one word. One word only, folks. And I wrote about it from the very beginning. And that word is leadership. Failure to see the future is a, a, a commitment to fail for your future. Absolutely. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. We're only kidding about the white supremacy and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, I mean, you get the picture in terms of how they're demonizing us. Uh, he, it's not enough to be not just not racist, but now you have to be anti-racist. Uh -huh. We'll also talk about that. Super the, woke. Yeah, super woke. Beginning of next week. 441, back and forth. Thanks for listening. <laughs>
Listen to Melanie Stansberry. We need to pass the Breathe Act in Congress. That's right. Radical liberal Melanie Stansberry supports the most dangerous legislation in America as Albuquerque faces record numbers of homicides. Stansberry's supporting legislation that defunds and dismantles the police empties every federal prison in 10 years. Murderers, rapists, and child molesters all walking free. We need to pass the Breathe Act. Melanie Stansberry, ready to let the most violent criminals walk free. We need to pass the Breathe Act. Stop the madness. Stop Melanie Stansberry before it's too late. Only you have the power to do it. Mark Morris, the only conservative Republican who will ensure law enforcement has the funding to keep us safe and keep violent criminals behind bars. Early, by mail or in person, in the June 1st special election, vote conservative Republican Mark Morris for Congress. I'm Mark Morris, and I approve this message. Paid for by Mark Morris for Congress. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tanrio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. The best time to protect your vehicle from being stolen is before it's too late. Unfortunately, Albuquerque and the surrounding area is among the highest in the nation for auto theft. Secure your vehicle today with Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. RevelcoNM.com. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. Get the daily news dropped to your inbox every morning at 4 a.m. Sign up now at rockoftalk.chat. Get the conservative calendar, top 10 clips, and links of the day. Local U.S. and global news briefings, all at rockoftalk.chat. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. 
It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. Time to put things together, and we start with the weather. It's going to be kind of cloudy the rest of the afternoon. Maybe a few showers here and there, mainly in the foothills, they tell me. Right now, I can tell you it is 73 degrees at the Petroglyph on the west side, 73 also at UNM, and 76 at the Rock of Talk. Clean up the accident on Wyoming northbound there at uh, Paseo del Norte. All is clear. The drivers are covered fairly well. You'll find southbound on 25. That's also recovering. We had some slow traffic from Osuna to Montgomery. Now you you got about 50, 55 miles an hour there. And if your drive is uh, in Rio Rancho, don't forget that I know it's hard to not, not remember. The uh, Unser one lane in each direction between um, west side at uh, the Russ Medical Center on up through Cabo is on to Southern. All right, you got to come by Monty's Cigar Shop this afternoon if you'd like to both get a tour of this humidor, the largest humidor in the Southwest, and also take a look and ask him about the Gurkha Cigar Club. A whole bunch of great people that are part of that, and I, I know they're having a lot of fun upstairs right now in that. And, of course, we've got the Rock of Talk and the uh, Murder Mike t-shirts. Come on by. We're on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. would love to see you. All right, with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Here in the Kiva. Speaking of uh, real estate burning down the house, we've been burning down the house of New Mexico, but uh, that's not what we'll be doing with uh, Tigo. Sounds Tracy. Saturday, 10 a.m. Happy birthday to Tigo. We'll be doing a market analysis talking about housing supply. Fewer homes built. Uh, here's the, the key takeaways, and you're going to want to listen to this broadcast. I mean, I was just fascinated because uh, Tigo, uh, uh, in Dowd's words, was doing a deep dive. He'll talk about uh, why the fewer homes were built during the, that time. I mean, this decade, this last decade, the uh, the lost decade for New Mexico. Fewer homes built nationally, not just locally. Cost of lots went up. Uh, improvements, uh, trying to be LEED certified. Hmm. Cost of materials went way up. Sky, sky, I've sky. I've heard lumber through the roof. Yeah, lumber. Literally. Uh-huh. Uh, retirement of tradespeople, the most important thing, though, right? Because nobody, yeah, you know what? I want to go to Europe and backpack for two years, Dad. I want right. to go backpack for two years, and then maybe I can come back and then start school because I don't really know what I want to be. You mean that roof thing in the, in the heat? That's wow. who does that kind There's of thing? That's for poor people. Really? Did anybody realize like how much plumbers and pipe fitters and all these people, you know, steel workers and. and you know, construction. Look they, into it for your well. kids. I mean, my those, goodness. Those guys uh, have great credit scores, the, by the, the way, well, too. The sociologist Charles Murray talks about how by diverting kids who would be much better placed in trades into college and then having them not be the bookworms and not thrive in a college environment and drop out of college, A, your first experience as an adult is failure. B, many times you're stuck with student debt for a degree you don't 
have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and meanwhile, you could have been going to a trade school and not piling on the debt and, and, and thriving in an environment and emerging quicker than four years, if it's a four-year degree, to get into the workplace, workplace you know, workforce more quickly. Uh, and so you're teaching young people. We will look back in 50 years on this insane everyone should go to college perspective, and we will regret it very, very deeply. Now, uh, back to our U- uh, <coughs> our Utah Institute of Studies. <laughs> yeah. uh, let, let's, let's talk about Mormonism. What do they do in the Mormon groups? Uh, oh, they go on missions for two years that they have to raise money for. That's right. Okay? That's or right. they actually have to go to work so that they, because they don't get paid for their missions. They go out on behalf of uh, Joseph Smith and the uh, LDS uh, to go ahead and uh, proclaim the word of, uh, I don't know, you know, trumpet, whatever that is. So it's one of the things that they do. Interest rates also dropped during that time. And uh, people right now in Angel Fire, which you enjoyed last year, are now going and from Dallas, Texas and other places, hither to and hither from, are buying houses sight unseen. Give me a house. You know, Can you imagine doing that? We got six, 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 fifty. I mean, boom. They're practically just auctioning homes. They got twenty buyers for every home up there. Now, what 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 changes the nature of the market now that the NPCs, as we call them, non-player characters, the people who just do whatever the shiny box tells them, go get this the syringe. What changes about the nature of the real estate market if people start to be less paranoid and group think about? Rona, does the surge continue or does it slack off a little? One or? of the things you'll find out on Tigo's uh, broadcast on uh, at 10 a.m. is that he addresses the Corona. Let me just tell it. Let me just tell you, it's the Covidiacy all over. It also permeates real estate as well. Yeah, because yeah. people can't add rhyme or reason to that. In, in the Zanetti segment during our six six o'clock hour, cryptocurrency. We'll talk about volatility, including uh, Elon Musk, how he was able to just uh, go on SNL and do a few things and say one or two things and change the whole cryptocurrency market, maybe for good. Uh, I guess people, especially the Enviros, are, they're into crypto, but they don't realize that crypto isn't running on solar energy and it uses too much energy to actually create. <laughs> uh, we go in and we have the discussion about SPACs, which we'll talk about all second hour in addition to Virgin Galactic. Uh, big money going to risk off, by the way, and big speculators are looking for safer assets. Boy, you're not... Uh, What's that guy's name on the Wolf of Wall Street? Jordan Belfort. Jordan Belfort. Boy, those are some of the most, the best classic scenes I've ever seen. The one scene that he's sitting at the top of the skyscraper with uh, Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) 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 Got to feed the goose twice a day. I'm like, oh my gosh. Uh, Also, we'll talk about the pizza guy story. So that's uh, all during our... I got to ask the general about crypto because they, as I went through the hell of two years of taxes the last 10 days of my life, they're, the feds are now asking on those forms, have you dabbled in cryptocurrency? They want to, they, they know people are making money in cryptocurrency and Washington wants in, which doesn't surprise me in the slightest because they want as much as they can get because they love spending money. Stay tuned for that third hour, <sighs> folks. Boy. You are going to love it. Let me tune this. Okay, uh, Eddie took a couple of these years ago passing through Utah. It's reason number umpteen why they're doing better than New Mexico. Utah's coal industry. <laughs> That's right. We shut everything down. He who hath trade hath an estate. That's right. Toddlers now required to wear face masks in daycare. There we go. Oregon, first state to require vaccination proof for maskless entry into businesses' workplace. There you go. Nice. Of course, Portland was going to ruin their life, too. Greasy Grisham. I like that. I'm pretty sure someone has said that. It feels that way. Maybe she just feels greasy. 
Machinists make bank. I have been in the trade for 29 years. Yep, all you blue-collar guys, you love listening to me, because I come from Elmworks. Uh, yes, uh, Katrina, I did read this earlier uh, from Elisa Martinez. Julie Gate, Winter Bread Lines, Bill Richardson, used to be the New Mexico's most corrupt governor. Governor MLG, hold my beer. So uh, put that out by Elisa uh, earlier today. As I've said before, promote MLG dictators to secede from the union. Clear cells, a banana republic, and then we can get foreign aid. Just a thought. Wow. That was a large run-on sentence with about, about four or five different uh, right and left turns. Very one, very good view. Uh, to Dowd, 3K's article. Uh, I guess this is uh, Dowd 3K's article. I guess 200K plus COVID tests, 13.3K cumulative hospitalizations, 6% of tests, 2.2 million in New Mexico, 0.6% hospitalizations. We know multiple tests per person. Mm-hmm. So. I think I understood that, uh, Kieran. Are uh, we up to five million tests in New Mexico yet? No, I think two and a half times yeah, our population. Two, we're, we're at two and a half, I think at least. Uh, Eddie, we just came back from two and a half weeks in Utah. It was wonderful to feel free. Utah always does pretty well in health measures due to lifestyle issues, lower smoking, alcohol use, but yep. I suspect lower obesity and diabetes. Yep, yep. And then, of course, we mentioned the uh, white supremacy, porn addiction, and the polygamy. Uh, let's, let's not forget that. Uh, Melvin, I like the piglet better than MLG. No, she is the yippee purse dog. Just in case you don't understand the porn addiction, uh, there was uh, several years ago, a very infamous article was yep. put out talking about the uh, consumption uh, by state uh, pornography. And Utah came out like far and away number one. It wasn't even like close. It was number one. Uh, somebody wants me to play Paradise by Coldplay. Okay, I guess. I don't know where that fits in. Uh, Tessa is fair as Tessa is as fair as MLG is competent. I think that's uh, that's 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 right on. You might remember we started off the entire hour with uh, doing a complete and total 180. That was uh, the uh, she's got to have some sort of nickname at this point, uh, Tessa. It's just unbelievable how much they have been sycophantic. And totally kneeling at the altar of MLG since the beginning of this. And for them to do what they did last night as a complete total turn of foot. Fan boys, fan girls. Yeah, and then the anger that they said that they might have or might not have. It's just, it's all very weird. Is this them just smelling blood in the water because of the various scandals that have emerged? And so it's like, oh, now we have cover. We can be tough on the governor. Yeah. For a day, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's. It, I really don't think that's it. I really think there's there's something else driving this. Maybe something. Hopefully, maybe a little bit more tangible, personal. Yeah, they might be a little. MLG yeah. was jealous because Tessa was in the Angelina Jolie movie, and MLG wasn't. Well, at least uh, MLG isn't saying what the mayor of Chicago is saying. Well, I only talk to reporters uh, if they're not white. Unbelievable, right? Unbelievable. It's, it's our country. <laughs> Twenty twenty one. Back at the top of the hour, Fox News. Stay tuned, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. 
The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now. 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or AxiomHVAC.com. Remember to ask for train. Unstoppable in any season. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams Real Estate Group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. about North Korea. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. After all-day meetings with South Korean President Moon Jae-in, President Biden says the U.S. will deploy a special envoy to North Korea to help refocus efforts on getting the North to abandon its nuclear program. The president welcomed President Moon, only the second world leader to visit the White House in person since his inauguration. It's a reflection of how much we value the 70-year alliance with the Republic of Korea and how essential we know the relations is to, is to the United States, the future of the Indo-Pacific region, and quite frankly to the world. President Moon hailed what he called America's return to the world stage and said both leaders pledged to work closely towards the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. Senator Shelley Moore Capito's office says the White House and Republicans are further apart in negotiations on infrastructure after the White House lowered the cost of its plan from $2.3 trillion to $1.7 trillion. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has spoken by phone with Palestinian leader Mahmoud Abbas one day after Hamas and Israel agreed to a ceasefire. The State Department says the two discussed ways to ensure that the ceasefire holds, and the State Department says Blinken told the boss the U.S. is committed to working with the Palestinian Authority and the U.N. to provide humanitarian aid to Gaza. More than 80,000 people in the Gaza Strip are now homeless, according to authorities there. 240 Palestinians were killed. 15 today were pulled out of the rubble, and that includes eight Hamas fighters who were pulled out of their own collapsed 
tunnels. Fox is Mike Tobin in Tel Aviv. A judge has agreed to unseal absentee ballots to allow for an audit of November election results for Fulton County, Georgia. The ruling stems from a lawsuit against the county that claims evidence of fraudulent ballots and improper counting. America is listening to Fox News. Progressive's boat insurance has you covered with basic plans starting at $100 a year. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for a basic liability policy not available in all states. Prices vary based on how you buy. Panera favorites are hot and ready to serve for dinner. Taste our creamy mac and cheese served in a crispy bread bowl. Or the classic bacon turkey bravo featuring our signature sauce. How about our new mouth-watering chipotle chicken and bacon flatbread pizza? These and other favorites are waiting for you. Order dinner tonight for delivery or pickup. Only at Panera. Availability and pricing may vary. Already facing charges in South Carolina for hijacking a school bus could face more charges after authorities say he tried to break out of jail. 23-year-old Jovan Colazzo is already going to be prosecuted for commandeering a school bus earlier this month filled with children using a firearm. Colazzo was a trainee for the Army who ran away from Fort Jackson in South Carolina, but now he's likely to be charged with attempting escape at least twice. After his initial arrest, Colazzo attacked a guard at the Richland County Jail while trying to break out. He ended up breaking his own ankle. At the hospital, he tried escaping again. Evan Brown, Fox News. The Treasury Department says it supports a global minimum corporate tax rate of at least 15%, far below the 21% it's been asking for on the foreign profits of U.S.-based companies. The offer comes as the G20 seeks a deal on the minimum corporate tax rate. Amazon is shutting down a food delivery app, but the service is not going away. Amazon will no longer offer its Prime Now delivery app and website, though the service it provides is not going away. Amazon is integrating Prime Now features into its main platform. Prime Now offers deliveries of some items and groceries within hours. The Prime Now app and website will be shut down later this year. Two-hour delivery from Amazon Fresh and Whole Foods Market have already been been available on Amazon since 2019. Third-party partners and local stores on Prime Now are also being moved to the Amazon platform. Ginny Kosolda, Fox News. Sales of previously occupied homes in the U.S. fell for the third straight month in April as the number of properties for sale hit a record low. Existing home sales fell 2.7% last month from March, according to the National Association of Realtors. I'm Lee Silicera, and this is Fox News. All right, let's get hour number two underway for our Friday. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande. We're going to put things together, starting with the weather. Clouds out there now. Looks like there's very little chance of rain, they tell us. But I will tell you, it feels great out there, doesn't it? 74 degrees in Rio Rancho, 76 in Knob Hill, and 78 at the Rock of Talk. 
Well, speaking of Rio Rancho, yesterday we had the lights out at Southern and the 528. Today, I can tell you, I see another heavy pattern. I don't know if the lights are out, but it is heavy. If you're northbound on the 528, Pat DiArco, from Sarah up to Southern. Southbound side, not faring much better. Coming away from Sarah to 19th Street, you're going to be under 10 miles an hour there. Now, on Coors Boulevard southbound, La Uria, over to uh, Montano Plaza, that's going to be a little bit stiff. And it's going to be tough drive as you make your way. Um, coming away from Kirtland Air Force Base, this is Eubank, northbound, basically from about Chico to the I-40. All right, we're at Monty Cigar Shop. We have the Murder Mike and the uh, Rock of Top T-shirts. I, t- I will tell you, we're starting to get a little low on the Murder Mike T-shirts. This may be the day you want to say, no, I'm going out there today. Today is the day. And when you do come in, ask them if you can uh, take a look at the, don't have to ask them if they'll say, look at this humidor, the largest one in the Southwest. Over 2,000 blends here at Monty Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. And with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the rock and talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon. The rock of talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk on the M600 KIVA, BQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. You can also find us on the Rock and Roku TV device as well as Amazon Fire TV. Apple TV. Uh, we're also located on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. Download our apps. Man, the number of downloads on our app as of late have been tremendous. We appreciate uh, each and every one of you. I updated a bunch of different uh, pictures uh, on there as well, and uh, look, that thing is that thing is working like a champ. So we appreciate uh, those people for Apple and Android. And uh, don't forget, as always, you can sign up for all of our exclusive content, which means a total wrap of this show uh, directly at. Rock of Talk dot chat. Uh, Jim Townsend unsubscribed today. The uh, House Minority Leader Eddie. Eddie, I'm not liking the Rock of Talk dot chat. Nope. Don't uh, hold the line for the GOP. I You're out. I don't like it. I know you've been running Steve Pierce's show for the last eight years, but I'm telling you what, uh, you're just not. We're gonna fly with an anti-Trumper over there, and the dizzy. We're gonna do. We're gonna. We're gonna try to remake. Uh, uh, what, I don't know. What? Rate, what are you on? The television? <laughs> yep, there you go, folks. That's. No good deed goes unpunished. Uh, Boy, there it is. Um, you gotta do it. Literally, try to do it. I, I, take, take on me. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, not gonna happen. Uh, okay, here we go. Let's, um, get into just a couple of quick t- text. Tessa, aka Drama Queen. Yep, I think that's close. A little plain Janie for me, but, uh, let's see. Regarding the quarter of a billion dollars that has now gone for the workforce solutions, how many people out there really think that this was due to genuine errors and fraud? I, I'm with, well, I'm already there with you. Do they really think the Mexicans are that stupid? Uh, yes. Yes. Stupid is the stupid does. That we believe that many millions of dollars were repeatedly given out in error before someone caught it. That that, that many criminals are so knowledgeable about defrauding the Department of Labor that they all successfully stole millions. Again, supposedly before anyone in the department got caught. And Lunatic Lujan's response is, quote, no need for investigation because we know where the money went. Backed up by another loser, Ben Ray Lujan, who also supports not having an investigation because the way these funds were given to New Mexico does not demand one. Surprise, (laughs) surprise, everybody. Surprise, surprise. This smells like a scam. This screams plan. This is what the Democrats, especially in New Mexico, do. 
Someone please follow the money. I wonder if we were to see who the defrauders really are, who we really find, and who or what they're tied to. And to the worthless, cowardly, complicit New Mexico Republican Party, not only shame on you, but where are all of you on any of this? That's good. And uh, test of the tank. I think that was it. I think we just we settled on test of the tank some time ago. It says, you know, I love the tank metaphor. I think is perfect because I think Frank the tank. Remember oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank the tank. Thomas the tank. <laughs> then he goes streaking. Oh yeah, we um, go streaking on the quad. <laughs> I couldn't watch that. It was such a hard scene to watch, right? He's running next to his yeah, he kind his of wife. cover up that part of the yeah, the explore and he's his no shame. Another sad story, though. You know, so many talented people in Hollywood, like Will Ferrell, and they get rich and famous, and they become progressive lunatics, and just stick to your knitting, be a, be a good comedic actor, and just do that. We like you that way. So, Dowd, we know that the space junk is going to be attempted. To, it literally is a space junk. What else can you possibly call it? It's a two-tier system. It's a complex the, the organism. The Balfour space plane. <laughs> <laughs> it's a complex organiz- organism. Uh, a, they're going to try and hammer throw that. No, that's that's not uh, Virgin Galactic. That might work better at this point in terms of the overall velocity of this whole thing. We know, we talked, we discussed all of the failures that have happened up until this point. The massive amount of fraud that has been committed down there. And uh, they're going to lay it all on the line on... Uh, May the 22nd of uh, 2021. So, just a quick prediction. Dowd, regardless if they go into space or they do not, does the stock market, does the stock go up or down? That'll, tell, that'll be more indicative of what you think will happen on Saturday uh, when they open for the markets on Monday for them. Oh, you know, it, it, because it is so divorced from reality, and there's a great uh, article this very day, Eddie, in CNBC, uh, a guy who runs Gradient Investments, uh, Michael Binger. This is clearly a concept stock. It rises and falls on buzz because there are, there are no revenues. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not flying people. Something goes well, there will be a big surge uh, for this stock. If they kill people again, uh, we'll be down at you know a dollar fifteen on our way to penny stock status. Status, I think, because as you you, you made this point of over and over, Eddie, there's no underlying fundamentals. Uh, you know, we've read their annual reports. They don't own anything. They lease all their properties. They have this very flimsy space plane that every time they send it up there, it gets damaged and they have to bring it back and you know reconstitute it all. And the, the quote from the flight two years ago, and this is the guy who was in charge of their safety, uh, Todd Erickson, I don't know how we didn't kill three people. This is what happened uh, about a little over uh, two years ago. I don't know how we didn't kill three people. Todd Erickson spent his lifetime in the Air Force doing safety uh, he, he oversaw 21 different types of planes in the Air, Air Force. He left Virgin Galactic in 2020 after this most recent test flight because there was so much damage. I don't know because, possibly because he didn't like what he saw with the latest test flight because it just cannot, this little flimsy plane cannot survive that rocket burst way up into the atmosphere, um, allegedly into space past the 50 mile an hour, 50 mile line. Um, and the other thing too is there is no leverage uh, trying to shoot something from you know 50 miles up there's no leverage. You normally can at least boost yourself off of a ground, off the ground, uh, or something off of a pad. There, you've got nothing. Yep. So you yep. lose a lot of that normal rocket velocity. That there, there are people who worried that by dropping it from the, the you're going to fly every week, multiple times a week. When you drop it from that carrier plane and they light the rocket, the rocket ship might impact the carrier plane before they separate enough. I mean, that's how dangerous this Rube Goldberg type system is. Whereas 
Blue Origin, just over the border in Texas, they've got the simple suborbital rocket design. It's been around for six, been around since World War II, and they're about to fly their first the short passengers in July. The shortest between two points is one line, not two, Eddie. Right. Uh, here we go, back on uh, what, this last week. White Knight 2 is an experimental aircraft that is prohibited from carrying persons or property for compensation at this point. Did you know that? Yep. How are they taking that many deposits? Its main use is to drop the spaceship to suborbital space plane at altitude. Virgin Galactic said White Knight 2 has accumulated 284 flights and 617 flight hours. Can anybody verify that? I think it would be impossible to verify. The 12-year-old aircraft was built for Virgin Galactic by scaled composites. We're still using the old aircraft. I thought we brought in a new aircraft last year. No, the um, the mothership is the, is the one that, that, that was built for them from from day one. Yeah, yeah. And, and and a blogger earlier this year posted. There's a guy named Doug Messier, really sharp guy, and he hangs out in Mojave, where a lot of the aerospace industry is, and that's where Virgin Galactic was based until they claim they came to New Mexico recently. But I, I don't know how true that is. Anyway, so he just listen, He goes to the diners and he just listens to engineers and pilots talking. Uh, he had a source that told him that the mothership was, quote, falling apart, close quote, uh, from the last test because it was never designed to carry the rocket ship because the rocket ship keeps getting heavier and heavier and heavier as they designed it for six people and, and two pilots. And they have to have, of course, you know, the ablative, uh, all the shielding when they reenter the atmosphere. So the plane is heavy. So the plane that carries the, ro- the plane has to be stronger than it is. And according to one source, quote, falling apart. Kind of like the stock price lately. Yeah, apart. 12 years, uh, but, but, but beaming back up yesterday. I don't know where it finished up today. We do know it went to 1981, uh, the same year when the space shuttle left off. At 2107, close 2107, today. Uh, that will be a, how long it will actually take Virgin Galactic to get into <laughs> space. There you go. Rebecca Dow will still be alive, and she'll be still waiting for those tourists the, the, to launch. The year 2107 <laughs> is when Virgin Galactic finally breaks through. Some of us may live to see it. Oh, uh, this. Oh man, please, 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 please. Oh God, I got to go all the way back to where I was. Oh, trying to Contessa the Mesa. That is very funny, man. You guys are just uh, a joke, a joke, a, a moment here. Uh, we're going to get into some of the local connections as soon as I can get back to my my place here. This is, this is hard worked out. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, listen, I don't wish anyone ill tomorrow. I don't want anyone killed in the air. I don't want anyone killed on the ground. Fortunately, you've got... Yeah, we don't need to be right. I'm uh, totally fine with uh, being wrong on this. Exactly. And I, I, don't, I don't know. They, they've performed test flights before in which they haven't killed people. So maybe that'll be the case tomorrow. Um <sighs> It's just they're so far from getting their FAA certification. Blue Origin in Van Horn, Texas, drove through there last year, is about to start launching people in July. That's what I've always tried to explain to the virgin dead-enders in this state, which is they always talk about, oh, Sir Branson, Sir Richard's going to put it all together for us, and the technology's going to work. Even if you get the technology to work, you're competing against the world's richest man who has a better, safer product just over the state line. So he's going to steal your market. You can (laughs) use that singularly now because it's interchangeable. Uh, one week it's Elon Musk, the next week it's Jeff Bezos. So you can just say, world's richest man. Uh, That's one of those guys. All right, so this involves uh, Bill Gates, Cascade Investment, LLC, agreed Friday to team up with Blackstone Group. You might remember them back in the day, one of the biggest uh, equity groups out there. A private equity firm, Global Infrastructure Partners, and $4.7 billion for a company called Signature Aviation. The deal would boost Cascade's stake in the world's largest operator of private jet bases to 30%. Interesting. Interesting. Where's Cascade connected to? Bill Gates. And the CEO directly connected here. 
A gentleman by the name of uh, Michael Larson, I believe, Gates Firm, bought its first holding of Signature Aviation's predecessor in 2009, increasing its stake in the decades since. Signature Aviation was formerly known as BBA Aviation. Paul Allen here, markers, uh, makers of the world's largest plane, may be about to stop operations after completing just a single test flight. Stratolaunch, says the all these great names. Stratolaunch! Just imagine what's involved in the name of that. Say so the company's assets were being shopped to potential buyers, parent firm, and by a parent firm called Vulcan, founded in 2011 by late billionaire and Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen. Stratolaunch going bust. Paul Allen's firm that built the gigantic six-engine aircraft, a modern-day spruce goose, maybe, with a wingspan the size of a football field designed to launch rockets into orbit is closing operations, according to inside sources. Oh, man. Howard Hughes, what, he got 70 feet in the air? Yes, the spruce uh, goose. The spruce goose. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 that's, how come we haven't... How, how come it's taken us this long to connect... Howard Hughes to Richard Branson. Mm. But at least Howard Hughes, uh, pretty much still one of the richest men in Vegas, despite being dead. Lived at the Desert Inn, uh, top two floors for... Uh, and Howard Hughes, back in the day, was a test pilot who took tremendous chances. Uh, by Richard, himself. Richard Branson sends other people out to take chances. Yeah. I mean, he, he was he was crazy about the ladies, too. He'd crash uh, right into their house. <laughs> the strato launch, seen above, being rolled out of the hangar in uh, where else? California's Mojave Desert is an aircraft that is designed to carry rockets between two fuselages. After the plane reaches altitude, it would then drop a launch vehicle, which will subsequently fire its boosters and launch into space from the air. The plane was built by Scaled Composites, an aerospace company founded by Allen's partner at the Strata Launch Project, Bert Rutan. So it is uh, was supposed to be the biggest plane ever built. Now, do you know much about that? Yeah, uh, again, this is a company... There's a tremendous amount of capital sloshing around for... What are called small launchers? They're they're not the big, you know, the Elon Musk, the Falcon Super Heavy, and the uh, the Atlas, and the what was the Titan, the big big rockets. Uh, the Saturn V took our, our our brave brave men. I know some people don't believe we went to the moon, but I'm I'm sorry. I, I think we did go to the moon. Um, there's a market now because the the role of miniaturization and uh, CubeSats, uh, Cube satellites, PicoSats, these little little devices uh, that can whatever take pictures of the Earth, uh, do a uh, what the satellite const- constellation for right. internet and that kind of thing. Yep. So there's a tremendous amount of da- demand for these little satellites. So there are literally dozens of companies. Of all people, Richard Branson's involved in this too with a company called Virgin Orbit, not yeah. Virgin Galactic. And so this was an attempt to uh, launch small satellites from a, the big belly, that, as you said, that big, big aircraft down in Mojave. Virgin Orbit, believe it or not, you have to sit down for this, ladies and gentlemen, Virgin Orbit, not part of Virgin Galactic. It's a separate entity. I think it's an LLC owned by yep. uh, the Virgin Group. Yep. Of the, the Virgin, Virgin Limited. Yeah, Branson's big, big, big mothership kind of thing. They actually sent, they launched a rocket from the belly of a 747 a couple months ago, and they put a satellite in orbit. It was successful, and it's so funny because... Some people in New Mexico don't know the difference between Virgin Galactic and Virgin Orbit. And they're saying, look, Ver- Branson was successful. That is a totally separate company using totally separate technology. And Branson might establish a successful small sat launcher with Virgin Orbit. He maybe will make it work. Virgin Galactic in New Mexico, totally here's different the, here's entity. A, here's the rub, though, <laughs> Dowd, and I think, it, I think you overlooked something here. And it's the fact that if he can get anything into space, why wouldn't he be doing it from the spaceport? which was built for him instead of Cornwall, England, yeah, oh yeah, which is where oh he's yeah. trying to get these Pico yep. uh, sats out. Yep, yep, it yep. doesn't make any sense uh, whatsoever. And I think it shows more of the commitment to the failure of Spaceport by Branson because this is nothing more than a pump and dump 
uh, put down, uh, right? Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. No, no, no. And, and it's even is... worse than you're saying because <clears throat> Branson for years has flirted with, I think it's called the Ezrange Range in, in, in Scandinavia. He's flirted with building a facility in Dubai to, to launch passengers. You know, probably never going to happen anyway, but he's, he's, he's explored these other spaceports. And if you're going to build other Virgin Galactic spaceports, aren't you going to uh, draw the customers away from from coming to New Mexico because the Europeans will just launch out of Scandinavia. And what the rich Arabs will just launch out of D Dubai. And what happens to the 700 tickets that are committed at Spaceport? They go off to the other spaceports. Well, where, they don't come and spend the money here. But as we learned yesterday, where are those tickets being bought? Are they being bought in New Mexico? Or are they being bought in, oh yeah, London? That's right. That's where the marketing yeah. is. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, I, I was looking at their website the other day. This is Richard Branson, so everything's going to look amazing. There's going to be nothing behind it, but it's going to look amazing. And I thought... Do you wonder if uh, there's any web guys, graphics guys in New Mexico doing the work for this website? I think it's probably yeah. happening in London. Yep. You know. London town. Members of the Bicameral Budget and Accountability Committee here who are trying to hold your taxpayer money accountable to Richard Branson or Richard Branson accountable to, uh, accountable to the taxpayer money. Spaceport on May 18th and began holding hearings at the Stan Fulton Center in Las Cruces just a couple of days ago. That's right. They're looking at this and... Maybe that's that additional pressure that's coming from us here in the Kiva got to the Legislative Finance Committee because we've been pounding on this day after day after day. The pressure uh, kind of reached a crescendo, and I think maybe the get your asses out onto the damn spaceport and launch that MF vehicle now. Yes. <laughs> Rebecca, I'm about to launch my gubernatorial run for 2022, and... Uh, Right. Can you just see it happening right now? Maybe she'll have her victory party at that spaceport. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of room there right here. Rumor has it she hates me. So I wonder why. Can't imagine why. Big government Becky, boy, she really hates me. Uh, Moses, uh, do you think she ever? Do you think everybody's ever? Anybody's ever called her Becky? Hmm. I have something to say, but I can't say it. Uh, hold on. Hold your horses, Murder Mike. Uh, okay, uh, White Knight 2, Failure to Launch, uh, this article from about 10 days ago. Moses said that after three space flights of the plane uh, from Spaceport in the last two weeks, post-flight inspections revealed, quote-unquote, a potential wear and tear issue and requiring further evaluation and analysis. This sounds awfully similar to Morton Diacall, the Utah company, uh, with the O-rings. Careful in there, you're going to blow out an O-ring. Moses, in response to later questions, from analysts, did not disclose the specific, specific component of the aircraft that was at the heart of the issue, but described it as a, quote-unquote, family of items that relate to fatigue and long-term stress of the airplane. Virgin Galactic has not set new pricing for the space tour and flight, tourism flights and has yet to reopen ticket sales. I didn't know that they weren't selling tickets down. They, I thought they were so confident yeah, at yeah. this point that this is uh, this all systems go. We're ready to go. Yeah, is this is, is this literally like uh, the Challenger uh, rocket crew? Prior to, come yeah. hell or high water, yeah. we're going to launch that teacher into space. Go feed 91, 91 seconds. Yeah, uh, they have the ticket counter at Virgin Galactic. You know, like the Greyhound bus counter. It it opens and closes based on uh, the uh. buzz of what's going on. And so there's been some bad buzz lately. So I think the ticket counter is officially closed right now. But I they believe, can open it again tomorrow. I believe we call that momentum. Yes, we yes. currently expect to have a sales funnel. Oh, <laughs> boy, that sounds that sounds. Hey, 
get in there and join our sales funnel. The, the, the cash is just swimming around trying to catch it. How can we funnel the money out of New Mexico into London? <laughs> Open for a limited period of time and plan to add a finite number of incremental members to our private astronaut community. Private astronaut community? You don't even have a public one. <laughs> we took the, we looked to build an appropriate backlog. Oh, my gosh. If I ever needed someone to go talk to the police for me, I would want Richard Branson. Unbelievable. And the uh, Legislative Finance Committee just to get there and go, hey, uh, Richard, uh, you know what? I realize you're not an attorney. I realize it, but I just want you to call this number. This is the detective reached out. Tell him that I can't, uh, I'm too uh, stressed out to talk to him at this point. Can you just go talk to him yeah. for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you think I'd get out of it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 100% of the time, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, he is a master. I mean, he's a past master. I'm watching this series on HBO Max. I know it's the, the big media, but it's my, my one indulgence. I, I, love myself. I, I didn't hear that. It's, it's called uh, Generation Hustle, and it's about these young kids, people still probably in their 20s, maybe 30s at most, who have, have committed scams, hedge funds. And there was a guy I watched last night about who he started a travel firm, but he wasn't. He claimed he was some German royalty, and he, and he, and he wasn't. And so people, we are so susceptible to the... The slick, the confident, you know, that's the confidence man, the con, con man, is confidence man. Mm -hmm. He get, he, we, my mother tried to explain this to me growing up. She said, son, watch the body language because people respond more to the body language than, than they're, anal, than analyzing your words. And so the eye contact, the, the, the dress, the demeanor, the, the, the way that your posture, you can speak with, with such confidence and you can have such charisma that you can draw people in and then, all rational thought leaves the brain, and the idea of due diligence and checking your references, all that kind of stuff just vanishes. And Branson should be teaching a master class on this. I mean, he's probably one of the ten best in the world at this kind of stuff. Really? No. And he's not in jail. Would he be good at uh, timeshare sales in uh, Mexico? Magnificent. Can you imagine? He oh. could build paradise down. I do have a picture of the naked supermodel <laughs> on his back uh, as he's kite surfing at Necker Island. So he could just say, you know, you, you, if you want to live your life this way, if you want naked supermodels on your back, uh, just do whatever I tell you. And, and, and certainly most men, non-MGTOW men, will say, <laughs> whatever you want, Sir Richard. <laughs> uh, Backstreet Grill right now is a buzz. Uh, there's, there's a 16-year-old gal from the other side of the mountain I believe she is a Celtic violinist. Did I say that right? I think yeah, I did. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking pianist. Uh, violinist uh, who's down there. So go see Chris Cordova and the gang and have a good time down there tonight. Good for them. Spaceport Authority has approved $7 million extension to the runway at Spaceport America. This is coming out uh, back in 2012. 2012. Okay. And all season flying concerns raised by Virgin Galactic. The runway will be extended from ten to 12,000 feet. The Mexico... Uh, the NMSA chairman, Rick Holdridge, of Virgin Galactic, originally wanted 15,000 feet of runway, but the state decided it couldn't afford it under the original $209 million budget. So this is the con that goes on, is that they need more of this and more of that, commit to more, and appease us. I mean, that was probably no more than Richard Branson. Here's, here's the way I see this. Richard Branson probably said... We're not going to be able to make it. According according to our scientists and our rocket launch guys, they said we need a longer runway. Yep. So I, I got a bail on uh, all launches uh, 2012 and 2013. 
all he did was insert a giant excuse because there's no reason for a need for a longer runway or mm -hmm. more of this or more of that. That was literally the finance committee getting together stating, we have to do something to appease Richard Branson. Would I be, is that fair? He has them wrapped around his thumb. And, yeah. and you mentioned Rick Holdridge, if you, if you allow me an indulgence here, Eddie, on Rick sure. Holdridge. Uh, he is a guy from down south. He's been the chairman of the what's called the Spaceport Authority. That's the quasi-government entity that runs uh, Spaceport America. He... Uh, I'm going, to, I'm going to read a little, very brief letter uh, regarding a pay hike that the chairman, Mr. Holdridge, proposed for a certain staffer at Spaceport America. And then I'll tell you about what was actually going on with that staffer. As the chairman of the New Mexico Spaceport Authority, Rick Holdridge speaking here in uh, mid-2019, I'm ready to let you know that I and other board members strongly support the pay raise that has been submitted for Dan Hicks, Spaceport America's director. As chairman of the authority, I led the nationwide search for a new director, which re resulted in finding the best candidate, Dan Hicks, right here in New Mexico. The guy who was running a White Sands test facility for the Army right next to Spaceport America was the best candidate for the job in a nationwide search. The coincidence of that. How could that possibly have worked? Uh, I've worked with Dan since he was hired and have come to realize that he's an incredible asset for our state. Well... That incredible asset, Dan Hicks, he's now facing potential criminal charges. Uh, we've probably discussed this before, Eddie. You know, he's, he was the director of the Spaceport Authority, who um, is probably the most inept manager uh, that I've ever come across in my life. Uh, some of these charges that might be filed against him, let's see, uh, violating the non-donation uh, clause, lying oh. about being a member of the National Space Council, submitting false public vouchers, attempting to secure an unapproved wow. raise, uh, lying that the spaceport had a strategic plan when he didn't, hiring friends and former colleagues for staff positions and contractor work. He's no longer on the job, but the guy in charge of the board said he was the best candidate and he Nation, deserves a raise. Nationwide search. Nationwide to find, search. To find that scumbag. 5.30, back in four. We'll check in with Murder Mike very briefly and uh, right back to the action there at uh, Spaceport America. Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And, and what, what about, about the fresh, fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in the Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, -face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, 
We use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van S. Do you know what your building is worth? Would you like to get a free cost analysis within 24 hours? We can help. Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. People from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic candy lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the candy lady at candylady.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. All right, as we put things together, we start with the weather, which looks fairly decent. Yeah, I know there's some clouds out there, but really the chance of rain is dissipating by the minute. And I can tell you right now, it feels great out there. Look at that, 76 degrees in Rio Rancho. It is 73 at Isleta and 74 at the Rock of Talk. New accident, this is going to be on lead westbound right at the I-25. A couple of cars tried to share the same space, didn't work, so we've got an accident there. Also, if you're making your way off of I-25 and you're going uh, southbound and you get off at Lomas, that is just really going to be a slow uh, off-ramp there on the frontage road from Lomas all the way over to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. 
As far as Rio Rancho, looks like it's still going to be a little bit tight there on the uh, Pat Diarco, the 528 northbound from uh, Sarah on up to Southern. But I did understand, I do understand the lights are working. That's just a lot of people heading home for the weekend. Why don't you head out here to Monte Cigar Shop? You heard Matt talk about it just a couple of minutes ago. 2,000 great cigars to choose from. And he said, well, God, how am I going to get to all that? Well, first of all, you got the largest humidor. you got great people. Dale, Tom, uh, Matt, they all just can help. Just ask them to say, I'm looking for and kind of give them kind of a description. And I'll know exactly what to point you to. Great blends, great prices, Monty Cigar Shop, and, of course, the Rock of Talk and the Murder My T-Shirts. This is on uh, San Mateo, just north of Three. Okay, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Hey, Rudy, how's it uh, going on the Murder Mike's about to join us? So how is uh, Murder Mike doing the, the T-Shirts? More Murder Mike T-Shirts at the end of week one? Or more Rock of Talk T-Shirts? Uh, you, we we, we got to hear only the truth. Only the truth, Rudy. Oh, we lost him. He cut out. He did. He did he do that? He on couldn't purpose? handle the pressure. He broke. We broke him. I think we did. <laughs> I think we have the truth. Lost hurts, him. I guess. All right, Murder Mike. I know you're you're yeah. here. Murder. Whoa! What was that? Kind of breaking up there. Look. Yeah, you're breaking up. I'm not breaking up. I've got uh, high quality equipment. Uh, we're operating on a. Uh, no, it was. I was here in Rudy uh, the same way. Okay, well, we're not here to talk about uh, technical issues that you're having on your end. Uh, we're we're here to talk about the unbelievable. I don't know what's going on. Look, look, what, no, no murder, Mike. Today until he calls back. Murder, Mike. Today until he calls back. More murder, Mike. Here for the weekend, here on the uh, good people of Albuquerque, who have put you over the top with the number of murder, more murder Mike t shirts than uh, Rock of Talk t shirts have been that? sold. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness, really? Oh well. Yeah, and, and you're and, and you're going to mail it in? Or are you going to rest on your laurels already? Is this is this what's going on? Is this what I have to expect from you, Murder Mike, <laughs> in the future? <laughs> Never happened. Are you kidding me? We're on top of these scanners all the time, twenty four seven. I like You're to get, get it out there you to you first before anybody else. All right, tell us. Uh, and speaking of which, yes, what's happening? Last, Here we go. Last twenty four uh, hours. Lay it out. Last twenty four hours, Albuquerque after dark, we had five assaults. Uh, this is between the hours of six forty five. That was right after the show yesterday and midnight. We had five assaults. One was at a Walgreens at Montgomery and Wanda Bow, where uh, the boyfriend was beating up his girlfriend, requiring rescue and ambulance to go. Another one in the 8200 block of Central Southeast. Another, that was a female that was getting hit in the face with a brick. And then the male, I uh, didn't get a 20, uh, location on that, but he was getting hit in the head. He got hit in the head with a shovel. So I actually got this that information from the ambulance frequencies. Now, here's something that really blew my I'm mind. Trying, I'm not trying to laugh here, uh, Murder Mike, here, but uh, we, we've talked about beatdowns with uh, uh, household items. There is no weapons here. This is a, a brick and a shovel. Is it time to go ahead and do the shovel buyback uh, this weekend or the brick buyback program? Shovel lock? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, if, you, if, if you get hit with a shovel, you must really dig it out. Yeah. Very funny. And, uh, wow, he's uh, he's nonstop uh, all day long. Boom! <laughs> it's a yeah, fantastic right. funny Friday. Uh, not so funny is the fact that last night, between the hours of six fifty, that's ten minutes till seven, and seven o'clock, or twenty minutes to seven and seven o'clock, there was four suicide calls. A total of six suicide calls between the hours of six forty-five and midnight. So I don't know what's going on there. But for within a 10, 15, 20-minute period, that's, that's insane. One was on John Street. Uh, three uh, shots fired calls. Uh, no location is there. One uh, drug overdose. And in 11.15, BCSO was engaged in a high-speed pursuit in excess of 100 miles an hour. They were started in the Paseo del Canto uh, area. And it... And then... And, during this pursuit, the uh, suspect attempted to run over some firefighters, and then after that, he forty-five or he crashed and burned, hit hit a motorcycle at Coors and Powers Way. That's Coors and Powers Way. That was at eleven twenty p.m. The motorcycle was down. After he hit the motorcycle, it was a hit and run. He hit three other vehicles before leading the SO on another pursuit that ended up in a mobile home park. So um, it was kind of a crazy night last night, just to say the least. After midnight, it kind of slowed down with the, the three shots fired calls, one at Eubank Constitution. That, that started out as a possible shooting, but it never developed into anything. One assault, and that was at Amherst and Silver. That was about a uh, quarter after one. And then at uh, the Union... Apartments, Union Five Hundred Five Apartments. That's at eight hundred locals. They're they're infamous. They're having more and more problems there all the time. But at, at one thirty nine this morning, there was a female out there in the middle of the road screaming for help for twenty minutes. So, um, and it's a Friday. Hey, you know, rock and roll. What can you say? Except that, that's a strange call. Like someone was literally calling somebody in as they were, you know, yelling in the middle of the street for help for twenty twenty. I mean, for twenty minutes. That's that's a weird call. Uh, so no, nothing went, uh, what, 9 Echo last night on those uh, 10 suicides? No, no 9 Echoes. 
No suicides completed. Well, the, hallelujah. My knowledge. So there you go. I love that. Amen to that. Another great night so in uh, Albuquerque. To be quite honest, I mean things seem to be improving. I hope you're staying uh, nice and tight on the scanners. I know that yesterday we missed out on a an additional homicide. Will you go back and look at that before you uh, take your joyride and tell me you hung out by the scanners all night while uh, some guy by the name of Kyle uh, checked on the scanners all weekend? Check on that homicide for me oh, if yeah. you would, Mike, and uh, so we can. I will. Us. I check. I check the APD side. They don't have any any new homicides up yeah, there. Yeah, well, so you gotta, uh, the, the, new, the, the news has put out. Yeah, the news has put out another one. So just so you know, um, so I'll wait for you to. Oh kind of, well, in that case, it's, bring that. I will work on it and, and I will get the details. Be good to yourself and, and be good to each other, people. Looks like he's looks like he's hightailing it out of here. He's checked out for the weekend. Oh, he's like already <laughs> gone. He's like, well, I got, I got one to do. And then normally Mike way. hangs around for story time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. My gosh. All right, um, don't, hey, Mike. Don't don't ever go to the APD website because the Albuquerque Police Department is the last place you want to look for for crime statistics in the city of Albuquerque. Probably better better resources. <laughs> All right, let's check on uh, traffic and weather one more time with Rudy Grande. All right, let's put it together. Weather first, and I got to tell you, the uh, clouds out there, uh, just for see, uh, just so we can see something in the sky because there's no rain coming out of them. And I will tell you, it's going to be a great day again tomorrow. About the same temperatures. It is 74 degrees at uh, Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, 76 at the Hoffmantown Shopping Center and 78 at the Rock of Talk. Still working the accident there on uh, lead right at the I-25. If your drive takes you on Coors Road, for some reason it's gotten kind of slow right around Montana Plaza, but this time going northbound. The southbound side, which is usually busy from La Ria over to Montana, that's looking okay this afternoon. Taking a quick scope of uh, Paseo del Norte. It's busy but moving. Same story on Alameda. So not too bad a trip there. And looks like uh, it's going to be a little tight on Al- uh, Academy. rather. If you make your way westbound, uh, looks like right away from uh, Arroyo del Oso Golf Course out to San Mateo. You're under 10 miles an hour there. All right, come on by. Monty Cigar Shop, also the home of the Gurkha Cigar Club. you got to talk to them about that. This is really a great place. Some really, really fine people that are here and just a lot of fun. I can tell you they're always having fun at Monty's. And with that large humidor, you got a great selection of blends, great selection of prices. And, of course, today, while we're here, we've got the Rock of Talk and the Murder Mike t-shirts. Again, we're on San Mateo, just north of Comanche, at Monty's Cigar Shop. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Force Brat here yeah. back in the uh, 60s. His uh, dad ran the uh, Air Force Base. Uh, Eddie, by getting the gargling on the app and the web right when Murder Mike began the segment, they don't want to hear the stats. They're trying to suppress the stats. That's what's going on. Uh, more stuff coming in. Ooh, look at this. The uh, Hawkman V. Hill are, are joining the Albuquerque Chamber of Awards from Spaceport America for HB68. This is from Crystal Runyon Diamond. 
hanging out with uh, Dan Hockman v. Hill, huh? Boy, uh, I tell you, they're, they're right there. This, this is the keeper. It was my pleasure working with Dave to grow New Mexico's space flight industry rooted here in Sierra County. This uh, coming out just a couple days ago. That's a that's a nice piece you shared that. Corporate welfare in New Mexico is always bipartisan. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Janelle says, it's beautiful here on the patio Backstreet Grill. They even have a wonderful violinist serenading guest. Absolutely lovely. Uh, Mike uh, heading up to L.A., which is Los Alamos, and then playing this as a uh, little bit of a birthday benefit for his, uh, what, 80-plus-year-old uh, mother-in-law. We'll hit that. We'll bring it back here in three minutes. for guns and ammo lately, you know how hard it's been to find what you're looking for. At Los Ranchos Gun Shop, they expect demand to remain high throughout at least the first quarter of 2021, which means some shops and online sellers will charge crazy prices. Here's the pledge from Los Ranchos Gun Shop. You'll get a fair price and the kind of treatment you deserve to protect your home, your family, and yourself. Experience Los Ranchos Gun Shop on 4th Street, south of Osuna, or shop online at shop.losranchosguns.com. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 1171 856 1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manola, Louisiana. Avocado toast, chicken avocado omelet, and any of Sunny Side Up's healthy, tasty lunch choices. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like.com. 
The best website and app for radio is abq.fm. Over 60 stations to choose from, including classic rock, grunge, R&B, country, new wave, trance, even faith and gospel. All at abq.fm on your mobile device or computer. At Revelco of New Mexico, we believe no vehicle should be stolen, period. Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device is unlike any other. Visit RevelcoNM.com and find out how. Visit RevelcoNM.com and find out how. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883-3683. All right, as we put things together, starting with the weather, we see uh, partly cloudy skies this weekend, and i got to tell you, it's going to be a nice warm one, so enjoy that. 74 degrees right now in Rio Rancho at 76 at Altura Park and 78 at the Rock of Talk. All right, uh, clean up the accident there on lead at I-25. That is now all clear, so the drivers picked up really quickly. If your drive takes you on Purcell del Norte, busy but moving across from I-25 over to Coors Road. And still the one lane each direction, causing a little bit of a stumble there. Unser between um, Russ Medical Center, so that's West Side Boulevard through Cabazon on up to Southern. All right, Monty Cigar Shop. You know, with that big humidor, I was in there just a little while ago. They really do have some pretty amazing blends in there. And, you know, with nearly 2,000 types of cigars to get, you got a great selection of prices as well. So whatever you're looking for, man, this is the place to be. Monty Cigar Shop. We also have the Rock of Talk t-shirt, the Murder Mike t-shirts. And we're right here at San, on San Mateo at Monta, I'm sorry, at Comanche. Let me do that again. On San Mateo, just north of Comanche. Don't want to confuse you. Want to see you. All right, with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. The world of you depends on life will never end. Gotta love your man. Yeah. That's right. You better love your man, Richard Branson. He's going to be trying to take you to space tomorrow down south. And there it is, Dowd, uh, the final... The final nail right there. With uh, He might be here. He could fly in for this. I, I wonder. I wonder. Uh, Diane Hockman v. Hill together with uh, <coughs> Crystal Runyon. Diamond. 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 You have your own private plane. I guess you can pretty much show up anywhere. Eddie just found the homicide. Sorry I missed it, but thanks for bringing it up. Doubt is cool. Thanks for the info. 
Yep. All right. I know you're checking out, Mike. L.A. woman. Uh, Los Alamos woman just hanging out up there. Uh, Charlie checks in. Uh, Jimmy, uh, Jim Morris at Jimmy. Jim Morrison's boyhood home is on Cantilever, a couple blocks east of Wyoming. I passed, oh, wow. I passed by it this morning right there by Sandia High School. Uh, Louis Sanchez says, I only want my T-shirts to be Rock of Talk tees. I don't want Murder Mike to get a big head. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent point, uh, sir. Yeah. The crime here is so out of hand, and Murder Mike's presentation is so entertaining that I think he could make a TV show full of dark humor out of his out of this disaster we call Albuquerque. It is very entertaining. I'm glad you like it, and I'm glad that we're able to bring it to you because it is very light way to present some of the darkest stuff that is out there. So stay safe, folks. Stay vigilant uh, for sure. Um, right now, the space stock, which is Virgin Galactic, is three dollars per share, not a buck fifty per share, based on cash and shares outstanding. Wow. Absolutely incredible. We have to get into more of all of this on Virgin Galactic. Uh, how will you be taking in the this weekend's events, Dowd? Uh, are you going to drive down? What, what are you going to do? Well, what you always want to do with uh, Virgin Galactic's uh, usually missed, missed deadlines and failed promises is monitor the Twitter account of one representative, Rebecca Dow. She will be right on that sucker, probably live tweeting the whole thing. Can we put her on it? <laughs> Just... You know, Eddie, I would love to go go down tomorrow, but I, given their track record, it's a long three hours down and three hours back for them in, to get down there to find out, oh, we found another glitch and we're not going today. Oh, the upper level winds are bad and we're not going today. You know, if I knew they were going to do it, I'd love to go down and see the, hear the sonic boom and do all that stuff. Because don't forget, folks, all the previous testing has been done in California for the last 15 years. So this would be their first t- attempt. Actually, no, the first attempt was back in December. They failed. If they pull it off, this will be their first test flight, powered test flight from Spaceport America. In three years, right? Uh, no, of all time. Here in New Mexico, they've done all their previous work in California. So they've always been making a big deal about, oh, we're in the process of moving to New Mexico. We know we've kept you waiting a long time, New Mexico. I think we're going to continue to wait after tomorrow. So after 14 long. years, here it is. Absolutely unbelievable. All right, uh, $209 million is what we've spent. Thirty-five million additional dollars spent on the design and the construction, so that uh, brings us up to two hundred and forty-four million. Is that is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah. runway accounted for an additional twenty-nine yep. million, yep. and the spaceport operations added another four million for a grand total of what is that? Fifty-four, sixty-four, seventy-four, seventy-three. So two hundred seventy-seven million dollars. Yep. So we have all the people who uh, six hundred seventy thousand square foot facility, spaceport America, spaceport terminal hangar. 332,000 square yards is the airfield size. Runway dimensions 200 feet wide, 10,000 feet long, 42 inches thick. The apron is uh, 47,000 square yards. A lot of, lot of, lot of concrete out there, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody made some and money. And the 47,000 square foot hangar will actually uh, be the place where it all uh, comes out of tomorrow, and we'll see where it goes from there. Thanks, everybody. Uh, hour three up next with uh, Greg Zanetti. We'll see you bright and early, 4 p.m. on. Monday afternoon and we'll get the results on Spaceport America and the Virgin Galactic launch. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.
606 in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am at Eragon, the Rock of Talk on EM 1600, KIVA, and rockoftalk.com. Here with Greg Zanetti, rounding out the week and talking a little bit about uh, what's happening in the Chris- crypto. <laughs> what did I just say? The, oh, the yeah. crypto uh, currency Cri- world? Cri- yeah. Cryptocurrency. Uh, I've got to go in there and fix your camera, believe it or not. Your camera literally, as soon as I brought you on, uh, went off, which is a That's little bit okay. of an odd thing. We'll People do not have to see to see me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we like getting it out there, but uh, we will put it uh, out there uh, nonetheless. Uh, Greg uh, Zanetti Financial, you can go ahead and uh, reach out to him directly. How can we do so, Greg? My phone number is 250-3754. Just go to my website, ZanettiFinancial.com. All right. It was a, a week for cryptocurrency. Oh, I... And uh, what was happening? I mean, just... The plunge, right? I mean, we're oh, not yeah. sure if it's worth a dollar or a million dollars, according to Glenn Beck. What's right. happening? Well, it's plunging, and I'll give the reasons why over the last you know couple of weeks what's played out. But so many of your listeners don't have crypto. They don't care. But I do want to tie this together with what's happening in, believe it or not, the labor markets, how it ties to cryptocurrency, and what it says about what's going on out there, Eddie, in the bigger picture. So what's happened? Well, let's see. Ten days ago, Bitcoin was at $65,000 a bit. And when I left the office today, it was around 38000 Insane. Insane. And across the board over the last oh, week, $2 trillion of wealth has disappeared from the crypto world. That's stunning. Now, of course, over the last year, a lot more has poured into it than that. But the volatility is off the charts. So what happened? Well, it started with that Saturday Night Live episode where Elon Musk went in and basically said Dogecoin was a scam. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny that uh, you bring up something that seemingly has nothing to do with anything or can seem sort of like sanguine, like not impact. But those are the types of shifts that are created when someone who says, oh, I just said something innocently. And what happened? Right. By the way, do you know what Dogecoin is? No, no no idea. Okay, this goes back. I can't make this stuff up. It goes back to a, a, do, a missing dog poster that was posted up on, you know, like telephone poles and in a city, and it had a picture of this cute little dog, and it said, D-O-G-E, missing, Doge. Uh, very scary, big reward. And somebody took a picture of this thing, and for whatever reason, Eddie, this went viral in meme land, you know, where the kids put out kind of the jokes on this thing. And the picture of this dog on this lost dog poster became kind of famous. Well, somebody, this as a joke, decided to create Dogecoin, D-O-G-E. And it was going nowhere until Elon Musk said, I think Dogecoin is the bomb and it's going to be great. Well, he was saying it as a joke. Next thing you know, this this cryptocurrency that was worth nothing started skyrocketing up the charts. People pouring money into it right and left. And then he went on Saturday Night Live and said, well, yeah, we all know it's a scam. Down, wow. down the thing went. Okay. So that started the... the how how the high did Dogecoin go? Well, it went up over 1,000%. 1,000%. And then uh, from the time that he has stated that it's all scam, then it oh, just... Oh, it's probably plummeted. lost over half. Okay. Know, right? All right. So then what happened? 
on Wednesday of last week, Tesla said they are not accepting Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies for their cars anymore. Well, this was a big deal, you know, a couple of months back that Tesla was going to take cryptocurrencies to buy their cars. Well, remember, Musk said in February that he had put over a billion dollars into cryptocurrencies and he was a big believer. And now he's saying, yeah, but Tesla's not going to take it anymore because uh, the cryptos use up too much energy and it's not green. Well, next thing you know, he's in this fight in crypto land with the, the hardcore believers in cryptos going up against Elon Musk and the great big Twitter fight. And, and Elon Musk says, well, I'm going to sell my stake in these cryptocurrencies. So down they go again. Now comes, what, two days ago, Reuters reported China is banning companies from engaging in cryptocurrency transactions. And here's the quote. Cryptocurrencies seriously are seriously infringing on the safety of the people's property and disrupting the normal economic and financial order, unquote. Then they warned against speculating in cryptos. All right, so here's China. All these Chinese players in crypto land are going, oh, no, they're going to slam the door on this thing. I better get my money out while I still can. And down crypto goes again. Then <laughs> yesterday, the Federal Reserve announce, announces uh, the Fed plots new rules to rein in crypto because if you're using cryptocurrency, you must be a terrorist or a drug dealer. All of this is cascading at the same time, and you're watching the cryptos just collapse where people make fortunes, lose fortunes. So what is this telling you? Eddie, here's what we've become. It used to be our nation rewarded wealth building mm -hmm. that you went in. You, maybe you took out a loan, you scraped right. together some money, and you built a business, and it was going to last 10, 20 years. Yeah. We've become a nation of speculators. Yeah. So, well, you, you said it in your last broadcast when you came and you said, well, what's the number one downloaded app for the uh, last year? Right. And you said it was the Robin, Robin app, Hood. which is all speculative. Right. All right. So if this continues in crypto land, what would you expect? Once the most risky of assets starts to go down, the concern is you get a domino effect that it then starts to cascade mm -hmm. and it will go from the most risky to the next most risky and, and on down the line. The second riskiest asset class right now is something your listeners probably aren't too familiar with, but have you heard of something called a SPAC? Yeah. S-P-A-C. Yeah, we've talked at length probably more than any other radio show in the country on those special purpose, purpose. acquisition companies exactly. uh, for the purpose of creating blank checks, which is exactly what Virgin yes. Galactic is. So that's that's been our focus. Right. Uh, with uh, the king of all that being Chamath Palapatia. And you can even pronounce it right, which is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> My Indian is fantastic. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> so what's happening in SPAC land? Well, when the crypto started to go down, you should have seen the money drying up in, in the SPACs. And so, by the way, your audience is probably one of the few audiences that really understands what they are. Uh, if you went out to just a bar or a restaurant and asked people, they would just stare at you. So anyway, the next down the line would be what we call the meme stocks. Think GameStop. So th these are the ones that kind of take off through social media and the herd just moves from one to another to another. You would expect them to go down next, and then the story stocks. 
uh, think Tesla. Oh, it's a great story. I got this electric vehicle and it's, it's going to change the world. Then it would go to the high tech NASDAQ stocks. So this is kind of what people are looking at right now and saying, are we on risk on or risk off? And it really is like a toggle switch right now, Eddie. It's uh, either you're all in or you're all out. And this is what the cryptocurrencies are showing you. I'll tell you what big money is saying, and you can see it through the insider selling statistics. The big money is saying it's time to go risk off. And so what you would expect... Let me ask you a question then. What are the big speculators saying right now? Uh, They are moving to safer assets. And the way you can tell this is if you look at the two extremes of the spectrum, what is the safest uh, investment you can be in? It's probably physical ownership of gold. Uh, That's been around for millionaires. It's probably not going to go to zero. And if you don't trust paper currencies, you don't trust banks, you'll go to gold. Meanwhile, the other end of the spectrum right now is cryptocurrencies. So if you were to do a ratio of gold versus crypto, and you just followed that, all right, is gold more in favor or is crypto more in favor based on the ratio, you would you could see the risk off trade is moving toward gold, gold and yeah. safer assets. Yeah, right. So this is what's happening right now. So, so the SPACs, and just to fill in a couple yeah, of ahead. quick, quick little, um, uh, the Virgin Galactic and the rest of the index, and I think right. when you look at the amount of money that's been poured into SPACs, what you saw was this unbelievable push up. Right. And you said social. Well, there's a company called Social Capital from Jamath Palapatia that he ran, and it's exactly that. It's sort of this, you said herd. That herd that's coming from that area was all investing in, and then Jamath Palapatia got caught, as well as everybody else who's right. you know being involved with these uh, special purpose acquisition companies to take these things public, they're creating value out of nothing. Right. And now they're getting sued. The boards are getting sued. The companies are getting sued. Uh, they're putting these people under SEC investigation right. at this point. I mean, I, this is, um, I don't know if we've seen crime this bad since maybe the mid eighties as right. far as, uh, you know, what we've right. seen. Enron, it's, it's this kind of thing, except it's far more sophisticated and it moves much faster than it used to. You can take any company public. Oh, yeah. And yeah. just bypass all the IPO rules you know, and all of the due diligence. That's just all out the window. That's what happened with Virgin Galactic. Right. That's how he was able to crank uh, $350 million as a CEO of Virgin Galactic. And uh, Richard Branson, as you've heard in the last couple of hours, uh, how he was able to crank $650 million out of Virgin Galactic in a time when hey, they're not going to launch until tomorrow for the very first time, if ever, right? Right, right. if ever is the, is the proper term. I'm not sure they ever really intended to. Uh, Boy, you've really been listening to my show. <laughs> <laughs> you're, the, you're the third person to say that, and doubt's the other one after I said it. So, like, you couldn't have set up a scheme like this. Right. You know, if, if you at any point thought that they were going to be successful, you cannot keep a scheme going like that for. 14, 15 years. I mean, if I told you oh, I'm going to keep doing something year after year after year after year and I never do it for right. 15 consecutive years, well, I'm not the fool you are for thinking that I ever was going to do it. Right. And it's a great word, scheme. We don't use it much anymore. But think of how this is percolated down throughout the whole society. So I had a, a buddy come into the office this morning and Eddie, he delivers pizzas. 
he's the greatest guy in the world and he has he he trades a lot. He understands the commodities markets very well and he delivers pizzas as well. He said, Greg, I can't tell you how many doors I go to and I'm delivering a pizza and there are a bunch of guys inside, young men, young women, smoking weed, watching TV, uh, trading stocks and getting their stimmy checks and doing nothing. That is insane. Right. And he said it, it really irritates him because he's out working and, and, and trying to make it go. And we've all heard the stories about how people aren't going back to work because they're being incentivized yeah. to stay at home. Yeah. All right. So that's one slice of it. I want to give you another slice, though, because things are always more complicated than you think. I'm going to take you back 10, maybe nine or 10 years. And Eddie, the Congress passed a series of laws that required firms to pay full time they had to provide for full-time employees these certain benefits, whether it was health care or retirement plans or so on and so forth. But it was a series of mandates from on high saying, if you're a full-time employee, 40 hours of work, of work a week or more, you must provide these things. Well, what it did was is it incentivized First, the big companies said, well, I ain't doing this. I mean, our goal is to maximize shareholder value. All right, that we're going to cut full-time employees, and everybody's getting 32 hours a week, so we can stay under the mandatory 40. Right. And then the small to mid-sized companies said, we can't afford this. We're going to have to do the same thing. We're going to have to cut everybody, so they're all between 28, 32, 36 hours, but we can't get them to full time. So we cr- began there creating this gig economy, you and I have talked about, where people had to take two jobs with no benefits to try to make ends meet. Meanwhile, health care costs were rising. Insurance costs were rising. And these people actually were hard workers. And they were younger people. And we're always beating up on them, but kind of unfair. A lot of them were going from job to job trying to keep up, trying to do the American dream, because that's kind of what they were taught. And then when COVID, the COVID reaction, you've taught me this, not when COVID hit, (laughs) the reaction to COVID hit. The COVIDiacy now. Exactly. (laughs) These people now were sitting home and thinking, wait a minute, as I reflect on this, I'm out of my mind. I'm killing myself. Right. I'm poor. I can't even go to the take a bathroom break if I work for Amazon. They want me to pee in a cup. <laughs> Remember these stories? And, and, they, and they want to give me a shot. And I've right. been wearing my mask the entire time, and I don't want the shot because I know it is bad for me, but I'm happy to keep this scheme going for as long as right. possible. Uh, so if I need to get the shot, I might just do that. Right. So I'm pouring my life out for these guys, getting a paycheck back in return, barely. Meanwhile, these guys are becoming multi-billionaires. Right. What am I doing this for? You, know, you guys can take this job and just and shove it. Right. And I kind of don't blame them, but it began 10 years ago with top-down congressional mandates, which cascaded to which everything you just heard. So now what you have among the younger generation, it's really kind of four ways of thinking. And uh, let's say you're one of the few who's in that millennial Gen Y, Gen X, Gen Z kind of group. Let's say you're a high earner. Let's see, you've really done well. You're making six digits or high six digits even. A lot of those people are thinking like this. 
I'm not going to buy the big house. I'm not going to buy the boat. I'm not going to have the fancy car. I'm going to live small. Yeah, they're sparsing it out. That's right. I am going to save every single bit that I can. And as soon as I get a chance, I am going to retire. So basically the goal is, they call it FIRE. Financial independence, retire early. And just get out of this system and enjoy some life because being in the corporate machine doesn't work. I've noticed that a lot of uh, youngsters, if you will, millennials, etc., Gen Y, Gen Z, talking about uh, you know their their assets or their experiences that they've had, right? Like where they travel to, where they go, right. you know that that's their new asset. Having photos that they can show on social media. Yeah, and I kind of get it based on what's happened to them over the past well decade, decade and a half. Now, a lot of people though aren't high wage earners. So you go to the lower wage guys, and they're they're figuring out workarounds, Eddie. I mean, uh, you know, they they are milking the extended unemployment benefits, but then under the radar, I mean, they're carving out kind of informal economies. I mean, they found ways to cut their their living expenses, and you know, they they're kind of either working side jobs and not paying the taxes, getting cash, so on and so forth. But they're doing the same thing. They're 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 cutting back on lifestyle in order to find a way to be out of this system as soon as they possibly can. And so the difficulty now for corporate America is how do you bring these people back? And they're saying, well, that, oh, right, we'll pay you $15 an hour, $18 an hour, $20 an hour. And these people are saying, what for? Why? Do I just so you can grind me up in this machine again. So it's, we may end up with a recession that's driven by a labor shortage, not because there aren't jobs, just because people said, no, you've burned up your reservoir of goodwill with me. I'm going to find another way. Does that make sense? Or automation. The other way is uh, the big thing is that corporations are going to figure out ways to do more with a lot less and innovate and uh, technologically innovate. Uh, I want to go back just to kind of review. You talked about the gig economy. And right. now we have the new gig economy, the pizza guy visiting, watching them smoking pot, <laughs> right. getting the stimmy checks, trading stocks and playing video games or whatever right. they're doing. And then you said that this was driven by top down mandates for government. Is that In correct? Part, yeah. OK, sure. so would that be like you can stay in your mom and dad's uh, uh, health care until you're 26? Sure. OK, so uh, four ways. Uh, I didn't know if that was fire. You said financial independence, yeah. retire early. Fire were those that, Was that what the, the four ways were? Is that uh, what you were? Yeah, let's see. And then the low wage earners finding the workarounds. Um, that's really. And then of course, you know, the, the regular well, won't people. It, are, here's my question for you. Here's my question for you. Won't inflation kill every yes. single one of these things? Yes. Don't they realize that inflation? I mean, is anybody looking at the prices on menus anymore? Uh, the prices for you know commodities. Does anybody go to the store and actually shop? Uh, when you're being able to shop, people will trade the increased price for convenience. But um, they really don't have one. Right. Uh, one doesn't have anything to do with the other because they're two independent segments of bringing whatever to your table. Right. It's just whether or not you're going to get out of your house to go ahead and pick it up. So, you know, you're going to charge the guy who's the delivery guy is going to make his money. The grocery person is going to make their money. The supply chain is going to make their money and the producer is going to make their money. But what they don't realize is they're chasing up all this money, artificial right. money that's been printed, $6.5 trillion, I think, $7 trillion now. Right. And they're gobbling all that money up. Right. And the person who's not uh, gar- gar- uh, gobbling that money up 
is the person who's camped out uh, smoking pot, uh, getting the stimmy checks, uh, hanging <laughs> right. out with their uh, trading stocks that are right. they don't realize are totally valueless because they're too lazy to read a 10K report and uh, playing video games. Is that right? That That's right. And, and so God, it's a perfect bridge, Eddie. All right. So what happens in a speculation-driven economy when the speculation goes pop? Well, uh, 1929 is what happens. Right. All right, so, and then this was kind of bridges back to where we started at the beginning. All right, Bitcoin should cause you some concern if you see that bubble starting to pop because of the fear of the domino, the cascade, where it starts to work its way all the way down. And all of these people who thought they were somehow smarter than the system, gaming the system, or, or adopted out of the system, gaming the system right. suddenly are, oh, no, you know, and, and, and now what, I'm go- what am I going to do? And... Eddie, this is where the leadership part is going to come through in a huge way. You got to read. You got to actually right. uh, have some sort of sense of history. We've been talking about the eighty-year cycles, and right. uh, one more interjection no, here before you, you make your your point is: oh, gaming the system, gaming the system. We got to beat the system. Get what happens if the system has to change, or it's changing right underneath your feet? That's exactly what's happening right now. Right. This right. is why crypto is dying or anything else might be dying because there's somebody else who's way ahead on these trends and understands what's going on. Right. And so now this, <clears throat> this percolates into the whole society. Now you have a massive group of people whose lives have been totally turned on their heads and they're going to go through these stages. You and I have talked about it before. The first thing is going to be denial. This can't be happening. No, this can't be true. You know, wait a Wait, all, all, everything I've built my life around over the last 10 years is now falling apart. And we're going to have to work people through that phase because the next phase, I think it's anger. <laughs> Where maybe it's bargaining. Well, if maybe we do this, we do this, we do this, then we, we can repair all this. Except busted bubbles aren't repairable. Uh, you have to start over and build again. And so once they get past the bargaining stage, all right, now they'll get to anger. And they will be so angry and probably violent, having felt so betrayed. Maybe that was the purpose all along. Ever think about that? Yes. I think there's uh, the cynic in me is certainly uh, thinking that at some point, you know, a part of the de- depopulation plan one, if it even exists, two, first is if we can't get them to depopulate by way of taking the vaccine. Right. And I'm just putting throat floating. This does not stick to you. So just uh, me just thinking out loud. But if we don't do that, we create World War Z, and you've seen the movie. Yep. Uh, we create the zombie apocalypse because all these people don't think for themselves anymore. You can meme them to death. Mes- memeing is messaging. Right. You know? Very so effective. All, all you're doing is just, yeah. uh, you know, all your base are belong to us. All your, bela- you know, <laughs> they're just repeating themselves over and right. over again. You know, until this trance that they've created for themselves, and they believe that thing, and right. they believe it because they think other people believe it as well. So it's you know a massive uh, form of groupthink. But maybe this is the purpose. Maybe the purpose is to break the system one way or another to create more control for them to reset, quote unquote, reset the game. Yeah, and they've talked about that for a long time. Uh, I didn't think it would be done via a, pa- a pandemic or a fake pandemic. I mean, how can you have a pandemic when 99.9% of the people live live through the thing? By the way, this is tangential, but have you seen how they're redefining COVID deaths based on whether yeah. you... Okay, you've already talked yeah. about that on the yeah. show, so I won't beat that. No, 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 that. go ahead. You can repeat. Feel, feel free to uh, start there. Well, I, all right, if you're fully vaccinated and then you come down with COVID, 
Well, what they do is they run the cycle 28 times. And then if you show no symptoms, they still don't classify you as having COVID. Well, meanwhile, if you're not vaccinated, they run your cycles at 40. So you're far more likely to get a positive. And even if you have no symptoms, they mark you as a COVID case. Anything over 35 uh, is it's a worthless. false. Right. Yeah, it's you can't worthless. do anything with it. And so you know, what they've done is they've set up this two-tiered system where the, the bar for getting COVID if you've had the vaccine is, you know, basically they're going to say super high. You know, no, no, you're not getting it. You're not getting it. But if you haven't gotten the vaccine, now they're going to, any chance they get, they're going to declare you COVID positive. It, it's outrageous what, what they're doing here. Anyway, moving on. The next phase will be depression where people go, oh, my gosh, now what? And then finally, you'll get to acceptance. All right, so now looking ahead, and you're good at this, Eddie. I mean, you, you can see through the steps, you know, six months, a year, two years out. How do you re-motivate a demoralized people? Because right now we already have a group of demoralized people who are only kind of keeping it going out of the artificial stimulus of uh, speculation and uh, drugs, alcohol, but something to keep you going. What happens when all of that fades out? So, How do you re-motivate a demoralized people? Can I give you a, a yep. stab at this? Uh, so life is the greatest teacher. Why is life such a great teacher? Because there's actions meet consequence. Uh, right. We don't have consequence anymore, which has prevented and prolonged this uh, unbelievable situation that we have where people are, despite their bad behavior and their worst proclivities to be lazy, to be fat, to eat, to wait, uh, and not work, uh, to do anything, they're not impacted because the money just keeps rolling in. I mean, it, it's it's significant. So, you know, life is a great teacher, but unfortunately it kills all of its pupils, right? And all of these pupils <laughs> who die are failing to understand the consequences of their actual reaction. The worst thing, as you've experienced, and every person uh, who's experienced, some responsible people who have experienced, there's nothing worse than a spoiled child. A child right. who's consistently bailed out of whatever situation and fails to learn from the actions of his own consequences because mommy or daddy or whatever right. is going to bail them out, unfortunately. So I don't think it's ever going to get to that point. I think what's going to happen is inevitably, as most spoiled child, children do, when they get older, they have no relationship with the very, ch with the very parent that spoiled them. Why? Because they didn't ha grow up with the tools that would have equipped them to go ahead and, you know... Uh, you know, survival of the sure. fittest, right? You see it happen every every single time. It's like you, your dad loved you, your mom loved you. What happened? Well, you know, he didn't teach me this and this and this and this and this. Well, you know, so he finally got fed up with having to bail you out every single time, and uh, you didn't like that. And when you finally had to kind of uh, had the stones to you know own up for yourself, well, you couldn't produce. So now you're blaming all your failures of your parents' inability to parent, and that's where we're at. We whether it's artificially low interest rates, whether it's printing money, whether it's going easy in the criminal justice system and saying, oh, you know what, you're not a flight risk or whatever, because we have, oh, or even excusing criminals. I mean, didn't matter if uh, George Floyd had fentanyl and right. all sorts of drugs and everything. He was never going to be responsible, and his family got paid out before there was ever even a trial to the tune of $27 million. We're never going to have consequence. And so the... You know, what's going to happen? We will turn inward on ourselves. There, that civil war here in 2021 that we expect, yeah, I think it's possible this year. 
I absolutely no. do. No, no, there was a fascinating sentence you had in there, though. They will break the relationship with the parent that spoiled them. Yeah. Well, the parent that spoiled a generation was government. Yeah. So they're going to break the relationship with governor, government because oh. government will have failed them. Yeah. So what That's then good. is the alternative? If we're to avoid violence in the streets and blood flowing and this horrible civil war that is certainly possible, we have to offer an alternative to the government. And you've heard me talk about this. We have to offer community. You have to offer <laughs> vecinos, neighbors. I knew you were going there. I, know, I was waiting for the word. It is the answer. It, it has been the answer since the dawn of time. It's this tension between... You know, who holds the power? Is it centralized from the top down and we're going to tell you what to do? Or is it, you know, we can handle this ourselves. And it's been the, the tug throughout history. We have gone to an extreme on the government side of this thing. We, well, if history is any guide, we will swing back the other way to community. But we're going to have to do that in a positive way. People will assemble for one of two reasons. Either they will assemble out of something good where you want to build something. It could be a relationship. It could be a business. It could be a church. But we will, you will, people will assemble for good things. But people will also assemble for bad things. People will assemble to you know, work for the warlord, to take over the neighborhood, to do something for me, me, me. So what kind of community we build will be the question, and that's where the leadership part will come in. It will be a question of numbers, and I believe most people tip toward the good. I, mean, I, you know, I don't think most people want to live because, under a war. Because warlord. of survival of the fittest, because you have to. Right. You have no other choice. Um, and so our, I think our goal now, because again, it's always looking ahead, is how do we pre-build an army of builders an army of people who want to do good things for the community. So when this does happen, shoot, we're already resourced. We're equipped. We're trained. We're communicating. We're organized. All for good. If you see this coming, and I think most of your listeners do, they we're do. going to go through yeah. a time of trial. All yeah. right? Fine. We've been through trials before. It's how you come out of the trial that matters. How will you acquit yourself? Right. And so we'll have the choice. Is it going to be a world of what can I get out of life or, you know, what do I want out of life? Or is it what does life want out of me? Or how if, are we going to perpetuate the species? Right. You know, I think uh, I've uh, I don't know if you've been listening uh, lately, but I've been talking about uh, ELEs, which are like extinction level well, events. events. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, the meteor from space thing. But, <laughs> but but no, we we're sitting on the meteor and we're right. creating it it's between our between our ears every single day. We, right. For some reason, we're looking for a way to destroy ourselves. And I just can't, for the life of me, figure out why. I, I don't know. I, it seems to have been in our human nature for, for a very long time. But can we overcome that? I think we can. I do, too. I think there's uh, certainly a strategy. Uh, and I do think that it also includes coming to the realization that, oh, you know what, things are about to go real bad. And we're forced into a decision, ultimately, that is going to lead us out of it because we have to, because there is no other alternative. No. And usually people will rally around something that's bigger than they are, that has a higher purpose toward mm -hmm. the good. And what you want to call that God, the creator, whatever. But yes, when that becomes the focus and you're not thinking about you, 
but you're thinking up and out, and it's the flow. The flow from the heavenlies down to the horizontal and back. Life gets better. So anyway, that's I uh, love pretty, it. That's probably enough. You for said vecinos. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, you know, vecinos are uh, made of campesinos. Of course. Yeah, uh, the peasant farmers are out there all get together, and if they didn't uh, get up and thank the sun I, that they need to to grow and all that stuff, uh, where would the vecinos be? You know, exactly. pitchforks. We got to take that back. And uh, I love the message today, Greg. Uh, how Same can back. people reach you? Oh, my number two five zero three seven five four. Or go to my website, ZanettiFinancial.com. All right. We'll see you guys uh, all next week. I'll be back tomorrow morning here in the Kiva. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Bright and early, 4 p.m., we'll return for our weekday show.